0: You're listening to the GameCaster, GameCasters. GameCasters.
1: <laughs> Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the GameCasters, and they do a
0: board game show inboxes, and nooks of games are top-five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello there, gamers, and welcome to episode 73 of The Gamecasters, the show that many highly respected people in the industry call... You still do that? (laughs) Yes, every time a new episode drops, you can hear the collective sigh of the world. To quote the great Obi-Wan Kenobi, every time a new episode drops, there's a disturbance in the force, as if millions of people suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly annoyed. And that's what we strive for here at the GameCasters, fear and annoyance, because that's almost a complete certainty with every episode of ours. So it was just (laughs) recently my birthday, and man, this one is stressing me out. I turned 39 on Friday. Oh. Oh. So yeah, this is the last year I can still make the argument that I have any sort of youth left in me because you can bullshit your way out of saying you're like old when you're in your 30s. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, it's my dirty 30s. And this is the best decade <laughs> of my life. But once September 10th hits of 2022, the only people I'm considered young to are like my grandma and like the Rocky Mountains.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, maybe the, the good news is, is maybe this decade wasn't so great to you. So maybe the next one will be the best decade okay
3: that's life. true so go instead ahead. of dirty 30s what's the rhyme for 40s yeah what's 40s sporty 40s there you go reminds me playing a shitload
0: of tennis I'm going to be really in shape I like that but yeah I feel like everyone else is like oh you're getting oh I always imagined by the time I was 40 I'd be an incredibly refined dude with like salt and pepper hair waking up in a three piece suit carrying a briefcase <laughs> and, and saying phrases like <laughs> I know the market is fluctuating, but my investments are sound. (laughs) But instead, I'm just as immature as I was when I was 13. I have actual salt and pepper in my hair because I eat like the Tasmanian devil. I wake up in my birthday suit carrying a cheesecake and saying phrases like, The farter from Fartsville farts fartingly from afar. (laughs) Yes, we grow older, but we don't grow up like I once thought and hoped. If I'm still doing this nonsense in my 60s, there's no hope for the future. (laughs) The main problem is I can't really seem to help it. Above all else, I just want to have a good time and have fun. I'm not one of those people who are like, "Oh man, even if I won the lottery, I'd still work because I just can't sit still." You fools. No. Yeah. no. You fools. You would that. willingly <laughs> go to work if you didn't have to? <laughs> no. No. That's so stupid. I, I uh, aren't there like a billion things you could do that you could find to do instead of enjoy? working. Yeah. Yeah. If you have if yep. you like won the lottery, Like, what am I going to do all day? I need to work. I don't know. See how many times you can masturbate before you bleed. Or see how many cheese... (laughs) Man, (laughs) what is the number of that? ...in your mouth until you start to choke. See how many fart jokes you can get away with before Natalie cuts your tongue out. The possibilities are endless. (laughs) Work is the shit we have to do in order to fund our lives and the things we want to do. But if our lives were funded by the lottery, some people would still work... That's just Stockholm Syndrome. I don't like those people. No, that's just Stockholm Syndrome. So what's the first thing you guys would do if you won the lottery? You won like $100 million. What would you do first? I feel like I would try (laughs) to get... (laughs) I'd try to get the money in those like gold dollar coins and then fill my basement with them and like swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) I like that. But seriously, I think the first thing I would do is pay someone like a million dollars. So if I want a hundred million, I'm just paying them like one million of that to like show up to places and like pretend to mess with Natalie uh, or some other like hot chick. And then I can just like punch him in the face and push him really hard and scare him off. So then in public, I can be the hero and my kids will actually think I'm Superman and all the hot women will want me and Natalie will just always want it.
3: That would be awesome. That's what I would do with You shouldn't have told $1. her that. Now she's like, no, it was all a ploy. <laughs> yeah.
0: If I win $100 million. She
3: manages the bank account. Where'd this $1 000, 000 Where'd this million go? Yeah, oh, so don't I worry about it, me. but there's a you dirt would.
0: bag behind just, you. Boom! Ah. <laughs> Get Thank out of you, my buddy.
2: house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it for you. did it for that hot girl. <laughs> what would you guys do if you won the lottery? Natalie, what I what mean, you for
2: real or like some well, you ridiculous. quit your job. Joke thing like
3: <laughs> Whatever you want. That's- oh, real or some stupid I joke know, like you. My God.
2: Well, you don't believe well, that I would Scrooge McDuck in the <laughs> gold coins? I would quit my job. Um, so you're not one of those
0: fools who just wants to work still? <laughs>
2: no. I would have enough money to do, like you said, whatever I want. If I want to golf five days a week, I'd golf five days a week if I wanted to. I, th- I think the, days, the number like, one thing I would yeah. do is buy a huge sweet ass house on ass house. the water. Ooh. Sounds awesome, sweet ass and house. And then decorate yep. the whole thing how I want. That sounds awesome. To Wait,
0: me. okay. What about me? I still. Oh you. yeah, you get the basement. <laughs> I can't decorate. Yeah, you, like. No, 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 no. You get to you live, live in the care. house. You decorate. I won the lottery. She won the lottery. It's my yep. money. It's not exactly. your money. It's my table. It's, it's not your money. table. We're married. Oh. Right. So then, okay, then we decorate it like we want. Okay. Metallica posters. Yep. Yep. Jeff's naked chest. Boom. <laughs>
2: Remember that guy last night you met?
3: Uh, was Metallica? <laughs> was oh, it? the Metallica yeah, guy. Yeah, they're oh. like.
2: He got introduced, and they're like, "He likes Metallica too." And then they both started talking about Metallica really quick, really fast, and like really excitedly for like five <laughs> <laughs> minutes straight. We were it was, I was there that in two thousand when they came. Yeah. Over. Oh, who remember it was
0: Y two K? We were all scared. Oh, did
2: you out guys, the guys just and the the the
3: Natalie and whoever? Was, did you guys just like back away? She, you were like, "Well, they were about we'll to leave, leave and she's, like,
2: she's like, "I guess we're not going to leave yet."
3: You can't drop something that awesome about somebody, and then
0: and then so there was that guy who was about Metallica, and then there was another guy there who was just like The Office as much as we do. Oh, wow. yeah. So I was in like... You were at a wedding seven.
2: last night, yeah. That's <laughs>
0: right. It was a wedding. <laughs> I thought it was a, a meet and greet for people. Yeah, uh, right. New <laughs> friends convention for yeah. Ryan. <laughs> before we get
2: to that, what would Jeff do with hundred million million oh. first? Yeah,
3: if you had $100 million... Today, so I wouldn't work.
2: Fuck working.
3: I think that I might go into my job the day after I win mm-hmm. or the day I have the money like in my... Yeah. You know, like Throw I have it. it. Yeah, and I think I would bring money for like my students and just be like hey this is my last day working here and just throw like Like throw like 10 grand in the room and and just leave and And just leave (laughs) I would give everybody who I work with in my hallway some money and I'd be like I'm out goodbye goodbye and And I think some cool things to do would be I would buy a house so Devin and I have talked about and I have talked about buying a house on a lake Mm -hmm. but close I'm not moving somewhere because all my friends and family are here why don't you buy a lake I'll buy a lake. lake in front of your house now. <laughs> I'll buy a lake and then build a house in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Island. I think I would have to do something like call you guys and we'd start like, a board game cafe or something yeah, that's right. What like, I, Ryan I would go buy did. R.A.W. or something yeah, and then, yeah
2: store cafe yeah, and and then
3: just, burn it down get and then, more insurance and then again, money I'm not and then working lose, pay someone again. else to run it
2: yeah and then when you lose money on it because it's not going to do probably very well then you have enough money to like what? keep it why are you not why are you just <laughs> judging <laughs> my know, business he, and my he, skills well, well I know just, well, and
3: it's not going to do no, this no, very piece no, of shit business you're going to what the hell is that once it fucking fails let me
0: well we know it's going to fail so we have enough money to absorb It's not the
2: because of Jeff that it would fail. It's just that besides like a His couple partner, stores he, in this yeah. area, all of the stores that have ever opened fail.
3: That's why I it's buy a,
2: those he, ones. He's saying he'd buy the RIW. I buy RIW. Oh, okay, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha.
0: That's why there, there was extreme offense when you were like, well, that's going to fail. Well, when it so, fails, well, running, just, you're running I'm that in the ground You did a great
3: job. You suck at it. <laughs> big dumb idiot. At least Turn I got $100 million. Dollars. Yeah. yeah. Feel <laughs> bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah. More
0: realistically, what I would do with a million dollars is I would keep it all to myself and snicker in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. Sorry, babe what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine boom that's what he always
2: says
0: <laughs> that's what he always says I don't
2: ever say you that you say that all the time I don't ever say he that he says what's yours is your, or he says what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine I've never said this was the first time right I've now. ever no. said that you've said that at least 20 times
3: <laughs> you need to write every time he says it from here on out we all need to <laughs> know I about I feel like Natalie has some master list
0: somewhere of everything with everything <laughs> yeah. I've ever done because she always is like you've said that at least 20 times Let's, let <laughs> me go to the Excel she excels she, Excel. she, she has have an me. access database that has everything Phrase you've ever ever. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the government. I say something and it gets flagged. Boom! Oh, there's that phrase again. He said skosh Oh, he Ryan said yeah. skosh again. Well, this you do the same thing with
2: Office and Futurama quotes.
0: I do that. To you, you just
2: know every single one. You store it in your brain. I just choose to store so Ryan quotes. You. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> <Story>. <laughs> Ryan yeah. quotes You're basically
0: everybody. watching an uh, everlasting episode of me. It's <laughs> like a Truman time. show, but Ryan. Yeah, job, Ryan. The God damn it. Ryan's world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, you know, what's
3: yours is mine
0: and what's mine is mine. You ever <laughs> I, ever I think that's that? the first time you yeah, said that. I've never said that before. You ever heard that before?
3: <laughs> what's up with you, Jeff? So we started school last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was my first week of school, Devin's second week of school. I've never been to school. Freaking <laughs> exhausted. Um, yeah, I'll bet. Well, that first week of
2: not having, to, yeah, like, go in and teach.
3: this. So this was the first time in eighteen months I had kids in my room, and it felt kind of like school. We're all wearing masks, but that's that's fine. And the kids like have been really masks. awesome. Yeah, just like full mask, <laughs> like Halloween like Jason Robby's mask. Going. Yeah, <laughs> no one said what kind of mask you had to wear. I, you just, wear mask, <laughs> just wear a mask, which is fine. The kids have been really awesome about wearing masks. I thought it would be, you know, some tension or some whatever, but they've been really great about keeping masks on and. It hasn't been as awful as I thought it was going to be. I'm not like, oh, I can't breathe or I'm sweating. or No, it's been really good. And I'm just happy to kind of have that structure and to be back in front of them. That and I think cool. they're also happy, you know, for how much a 14-year-old can actually be happy Does about something. Does it feel something. like a lifetime
0: ago that you were in that setting?
3: Yes. <laughs> That's got to be weird. And for them, the same the same thing, too. And so I teach at a high school, 9th through 12th twelfth, twelfth grade. And, you know, two years without being in the building, I have 9th and 10th graders that have never been in this building wow so wow. they don't know where the bathroom is where their classes are so idiot now there's yeah <laughs> god look for signs or something so it's like now we have 500 kids in the building that have no idea where they're going and what they're doing yeah. so everybody's trying to kind of help each other so we're all getting settled yeah. yeah it was just an exhausting week and we moved to like block scheduling so classes are an hour and a half it was just really exhausting but what's really random that happened to me yesterday nothing mm-hmm. to do with school <laughs> okay I was playing around with Jack. I was, like, picking him up, swinging him around. He, he wants to, like, spin around in circles. Okay. okay. Jack is Jeff's son? Something happened. And, yeah, yeah. It's like a random like friend. I feel like, like we a get random 150 friend. new followers every yeah. – Yeah. New listeners every episode. Just some ra- a friend of mine I just picked <laughs> yeah. up spinning him around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jack. <laughs> or, or <someone> grown. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Jack. Uncle losing my vision. Yeah, I was just spinning him around. <laughs> so my son, who's two, I was picking up, spinning him around, and something happened, and he poked me in the eye. Okay? <gasps> and we've all been, like, poked in the eye yeah. or you yeah, poked yourself. Like, ah! I have never been poked in the eye this hard in my entire life. Did you drop I was him? immediately crippled. Like, like dressed. I put side. him down and I just I like went down to the ground. Like, oh. And immediately it was like I had a <laughs> pounding headache. Oh. My body wouldn't let me open my eye. I was oh. like I was like, my eye's gonna it's gonna fall yeah, out of he my head. My I'm like, out. something bad has happened. So did he like he it just like went back really far. Did it? Yeah, it must have. Like like, like, have, oh, like, like oh, I was wow. punched in the eyeball. <laughs> um, and Natalie's yeah. like covering her eye because I know yeah, you can that, like no, feel like it. Like so good. I like went down and Devin's like, are you okay? I, I don't know. So I I went and laid like on our bed just and I physically could not open my eye. Did you? My did, body you was like, no, nope, you are not opening it. Were you just like? I put him down. What the? Fuck, he was concerned. Bro. I was like. I gave him a hug. I'm like, it's okay, buddy. He's like, hurt your eye, hurt your eye. He was like worried. So I gave yeah. him a hug. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. So you I was, like did the this rest of the me. day, yeah. he kept, yeah. I pushed him. <laughs> you did <laughs> yeah. this. I, I opened his eye and poked him. <laughs> How's this feeling? <laughs> <So, you know, laughs> how but it was like, I had, I took Tylenol. I was like, I had a headache, and I told Devin, I was like, I can't, I can't. We were about to go out to Costco or something. It's like I can't go with you. I'm like, I can barely open my eye. I can't do anything, and it took an hour for me to be able to like open my eye
2: that's crazy and you like i immediately
3: it? thought i thought for a while that i'm like it's scratched cornea scratched something i need to go to the doctor and then to, i closed my eyes for a while i sat on the couch for an hour and just with my eyes closed you can't
0: see my mouth has been agape and yes yeah. yeah. whole time so, so my like, i oh.
3: with my um, eyes closed not sleeping for an hour on the couch just thinking all right this feels okay when my eyes are closed But when i open it, it hurts when i blink it hurts thankfully i got my eye open <laughs> and you were penetrated yeah yeah i got poked yeah you were violated and this morning thankfully i woke up it's not as red it you guys didn't say anything about it when i came over so i can see okay (laughs) (laughs) i really thought it doesn't look (laughs) like anything happened to it looking at you okay because i I thought i'm like well i'm gonna go to school on monday with a mask and an eye patch because something happened (laughs) but thankfully yeah it's time
0: to learn about history (laughs) yeah it
3: recovered but man it was scary in the moment finger. I think so. It was just all happened so fast. Oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. yeah so was, he just like, yeah. Sh- like, yeah. Just probably
2: just Ooh. shot right into oh. did not like eye stuff. Yeah. No, you were just scope. Was, <laughs> remember <laughs> it it that, that thing that's, that happened to my mom?
0: Yes. yes. You can't just say stuff like I that. I know.
2: I know. I was going to explain Oh, that. Okay, okay, that. Go ahead. okay. Okay. This thing happened. You remember? My mom. Okay, cool. I Next. No, like on
0: the
1: air.
2: Me, out. She, like, what was she doing? She had, some sort of, she had some sort of. She had some sort of. That's what she was doing. Natalie's mom. Yeah, I know. Natalie's mom wasn't Jeez, some random Natalie. bird. <laughs> she had some sort of eye surgery. I don't even remember what it was for. It was. I remember whatever it was. It wasn't like medically necessary. It was like a. You know. Elective surgery. Elective mm-hmm. surgery. Yeah. It wasn't um, LASIK because she already had LASIK, but it was something else, and so she had the surgery.
3: Pupil enlargement. <laughs> and then she, she
2: like had to go back. To get it checked out, but she couldn't drive or something. And so, like, she's a
3: terrible
0: driver.
2: I went <laughs> and like, well, with one eye. It? I don't yeah. even remember the situation, but like, I went to her house to pick her up, and her eye was like, enormous. Like Ooh. it was like bulging out of her head. And and <laughs> it was, like Mad-Eye Moody. It was like freaking me out and so like I like <laughs> drive her there and they like look at it, you know, and I was trying to like be cool almost like with the kids, you know, she's like, like does don't. it look bad? Because she can't look at me. see, you know, anything. It's not good. It's not good. Does it look bad? Well, it's not good. She had to like, <laughs> was look bad. She had well, to, like talk to her phone to, to, be what, to see what time it was. She should to be like Siri, what time is yeah. it? Because she couldn't even see her phone, Yeah, you know. We
3: were so worried she got about eyeball enlargement. Yeah, she did. Well, you know guys like those big eyes. Huge eyeballs. She's
2: like, how does it look? I'm like, it's not it's, like it's I'm great. Crying. You, know, and I, was, you and great. I think
3: the okay. lighting in here is wonderful.
0: You're
2: glowing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna make this long. Like story. your son is an but eyeball. Like <laughs> I took her to get like check, it checked out, and the doctor didn't seem that concerned. It was just really swollen and even Ugh. when we were like I was like walking her into the office she was holding my arm like she was a blind person and I was like oh my god is she gonna be blind? Or am I gonna have to take care yeah, of her? Yeah we did
0: think that for like, a while. Yeah I
2: was like freaking Man, out. Because it lasted
0: for a long time. It was like
2: yeah probably like a week or so and then it went back to normal Felt like and everything longer was than fine that. but like I remember I after I dropped her down. I dropped her back <laughs> off at her house and I was like should I be like leaving her alone? And I got back in my car and I was like I think I almost started crying because I was like oh fuck because I, like, I was trying <laughs> to hold oh, it together
0: and I just lied she looked so bad her face anymore because her eye is yeah. her
2: face now right, like I just that. lied right yeah. to her eye she looked like Mike Wazowski <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I told you I was like I'm so glad she couldn't see my face because I was probably like oh. she's
3: a cyclone <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah.
2: but eye stuff is scary
3: yeah that was I was nervous yeah. for a little while I, but glad I, <laughs> yeah, EYE yeah. was oh nervous oh my gosh
0: that's crazy ugh
3: I also found this other story on Reddit that I have to tell you. I love that
1: stuff.
0: Reddit yeah. is so man, Reddit. Reddit is so cool. wonderful.
3: There are some amazing like sub pages. So this is on the T I F U, which is today I fucked up. Oh, yes. I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. So the Today I Fucked Up subreddit is amazingly funny. The okay. stories on there are great. So this <laughs> one is this is gonna go along well, not because it's Ryan's birthday, but this is a birthday story. All right. Okay. Well it's dedicated to me. It's dedicated moment. to yeah. you, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. So this is from a young woman. She says, it was my birthday, and I was working late. <laughs> it was in the middle of the week, and I wasn't expecting any get-together of any kind, and my boyfriend texted me that he couldn't wait for me to get home. He had a big surprise waiting for me in the basement. His dick. Let me give you some context here. <laughs> we have a fully furnished basement with a bar. There's also a bedroom down there, and many times, we have few we have a few drinks and do some adult things down there. Okay. <laughs> I got home, took my clothes off in the kitchen, left on my heels so naked heels hmm. and proceeded downstairs oh no, it was surprise dark party. <laughs> except the hallway light leading me to my impending doom oh no. as i got into the basement the lights came on and my entire family including <laughs> small children and elderly <gasps> grandparents jumped oh. out and yelled surprise oh, oh my no, god she's naked. except i was naked and wearing high heels oh. I ran upstairs, hid in the bathroom, and cried. Oh, no. The worst part was... Oh, no. So apparently this isn't even the worst. The worst part was my family wouldn't accept that I was too embarrassed to continue the gathering. They stayed until I came out, and we had to go through the whole birthday party, cake and everything, after that had just happened. Most embarrassing day of my my life. Oh, my God. That is (laughs)
1: Why would she do
3: that? I mean, okay, I get that, like... Okay, my past experience,
0: we do some dirty stuff down there. But wouldn't you still, like, maybe you don't get naked... First, that's yeah, always like that always after. she was just like trying to also shows. be the sexy time, right? She was yeah. coming in sexy time, right? Yeah. That, that, I feel like that always happens in TV shows where like someone thinks they know what's going to happen, and so yeah. they just get nude and then the person comes in and they're like, they're like oh, get out of no. here. You know like it never goes right. Yeah. So never this is a lesson to you guys. Never just get naked and enter <laughs> With, around, unless you're sure unless, unless someone says, "Hey, get naked." Yeah, or yeah. just say, "Is there a surprise party?" And then they say, "No." <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you get yeah, naked. Yeah, okay, <laughs> then I <can> get naked. <laughs> is there any reason I shouldn't be naked? Yeah.
3: I yeah. thought that was so funny. I was just for this that, that, is, that is ridiculously yeah. funny that is ridiculously funny they had to continue it so she's just like <coughs> goes back downstairs everyone's hey uh, okay happy birthday yeah so I wonder
0: what that was like for like the family like they wouldn't accept like did they think it was funny you know or were they just like we're not leaving until you just fucked us over we're not leaving until is you get like, back here <laughs> and eat this cake
3: yeah is there someone who just thinks it's like hilarious some like cousin who's like oh my god that was the funniest fucking thing or grandma who's mortified and yeah. is embarrassed <laughs> you know you have probably
2: breasts this... or like a five year old <laughs> Kid is like, what's all that hair? What's, what's <laughs> that? Oh Ooh, God, God, Natalie. <laughs> my God. What's all that I, hair? I would assume
3: in the story that Jeez. if she's naked <laughs> in her high heels, she shaves. She's out. probably <laughs> comfortable enough. She shaves <laughs> She probably looks good too. She probably looks comfortable. She's comfortable enough to take it all off and walk down the stairs in high heels. And what Natalie is that goes hair? right to what is all that I don't hair? have
0: hair on my vagina <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, what's all that hair?
0: <laughs> there's no. Do you I,
2: have a China? <laughs>
3: that ruins the story because I didn't think of. I thought of her as completely. You yeah, think yeah. Of her I you picture she's a comfortable woman walking on the stairs, high heels, nude. Boom! Surprise, right. grandma! Ah, shaved wax, everything. Five year, just year old, like, the parents covering the five year old's eyes, like, ah. and he's trying to peek through, or she's trying. to I wonder look, if, like,
0: know? if she just like if they like jump out and say surprise because when the lights are all off and you're the surpriser. Mm-hmm. And you are like, surprise, you probably don't know what you're seeing the second the lights come on. Yeah. yeah. So if she runs away fast enough,
2: they probably
0: only caught
2: a glimpse, a like glimpse. her
0: ass running yeah. up the
3: stairs or, yeah, or the jiggles <laughs> of I her, her breast. <laughs>
2: like, I mean, obviously news <laughs> she was Breasticle naked. Do. And she runs up and she's hiding in the bathroom and then what are they Crying. doing? Like like it's cool, no one cares. Yeah, come on about out. It. We've know?
3: all been there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's <every laughs> Come on day down, your Uncle
3: me. John took his clothes off. Yes, yeah. come on down. We're all naked <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah. What was that other story that Jeff told on Reddit? The vagina
3: one. There was a vagina story. Oh, were and it, they, was um, funniest, it was the funniest. It was so funny. It was like the the Amazon screensaver app took your pictures from your phone and <laughs> right, it was scrolling yeah, through. Was, like, displaying yeah,
0: all the yeah, because
2: it was,
3: it was
0: another like family member yes.
3: saw like
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They
3: were swiping through the memories on their phone. I think yeah. and the memory came and up of really like dirty Yeah, right? him like fingering his girlfriend yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, like two so fingers. So yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, But it was really funny. The way they told it is great.
2: That's really embarrassing. That's I don't even awesome. know what I would do in that situation. <sighs> I
3: feel like, would you just, you just stand there and be like, it. this is me? Yeah.
2: You just have to own the embarrassment right, and just later. walk in, eat some cake,
0: yeah. or put some cake on the, the naughty bits. I've, that's Varsity Blues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right oh back. So last weekend, Natalie and I went over and hung out with our good friends, Ben and Emily, from the Date Night Dice podcast. And you guys, I got... Fucking wasted. Yeah, you did. I got so did drunk. He
2: drank alcohol. Ben oh. gave
0: me like a tablespoon of beer with <laughs> this fruit like in it. That. It burned me.
2: <laughs> He's like, this burns. It tastes like and burning. Yeah, I- yeah. Also, yeah. it took him like... Uh, I don't know. So what kind minutes? of alcohol was it, it? was okay. So I think it was a beer that okay. was like re- to Ben he's like it literally tastes like pineapple juice. It was to me. like
0: beer infused with some sort of It was like fire. very
2: fruity. No. <laughs> because it, was, it Okay, but it wasn't like me.
3: bourbon or like no, hard liquor. It was a it was very was a fruity beer. Okay. Beer.
2: So if you actually like And really Ryan me does sometimes. not
3: drink. Was this the first alcoholic beverage you've ever consumed? Sib? uh voluntarily, I think. Oh.
0: Okay, that that's not okay, that sounds bad. That's not to say Ooh, I was okay. like I was like alcohol raped or anything. Yeah. No, one time I accidentally took a sip of what I thought was juice. Oh, okay. Um, but this time for some reason I was just like, I, Well,
2: Because Ben kept saying cuz like Ben drinks a lot of beer. So to him this beer tastes like tasted like Yeah, like fruit.
3: It just tasted like fruit. And <laughs> <like juice. laughs> <Just laughs> yeah, I right, like this out. And so <laughs> there,
2: he was like, "Oh, you should try it." And Ryan was like, "Okay," cuz he's like, "Oh, it just tastes like juice." And he drank. He gave him like like It was like a tablespoon. It was probably yeah. like an inch. <laughs> tall in the glass you know it's like nothing and so like ryan drinks it and he's like oh this burns (laughs) and he's like it tastes like (laughs) alcohol and ben's like really all i taste is like pineapple juice or whatever it
0: burned me it burned me
2: like 30 (laughs) minutes to drink this little tiny well yeah how are you supposed to get through it it hurts (laughs) drinking hurts i didn't know drinking hurts or just dump it
3: out and not tell anybody it hurts just be like i didn't like it i was
0: i was like I was interested.
3: You wanted to fit in with the cool was,
0: guys. Yeah. I, I was, was interested. was like kind well, and then like, Emily, I want to see
2: what this is all about. And then
0: Emily gave me like the sake glass filled with apple cider. Wait, I'm not supposed to call it that. It's
2: not apple cider. Apple I think cider was. is what you get from a cider mill. It's called hard cider. Hard, hard, hard cider. Apple
3: cider. Okay, just
2: hard right.
0: cider. Yeah.
2: But basically, <laughs> the, the, this particular cider, I had some. It tasted like... It literally tasted like carbonated apple juice. Like there mm-hmm. was like no. But according
3: to Ryan, it tasted like fire. It was.
2: Ouch. Yeah. Again, that, that hurts. was a tiny, teeny, tiny little glass, and it doesn't like it. A...
3: I was
0: lit. I was. We brought the kids, <laughs> was and they had such a great time playing with Liv, Elsa, and Calvin. We ate our weight in Merlot cheese, and basically just engaged in hedonistic activity all day and all night. It was a blast. And on top of all of that, we actually played some games.
3: Yeah, I was very jealous. I saw you guys yes. playing games. I just yeah. couldn't make it out that weekend hang out with you one guys, but games was it seemed game. really fun. Yeah, we played Candy. Oh, jam. man. Well, because I had an it extra like really can fun jam, so I
0: brought that over, because we had an extra one, because my aunt oh. gave it to us a while ago. And we, we were talking about it with them. Had like, played oh, we played it, it Yeah, he okay. played it one time. Seems he like was that like, that would be I his... love it. And I was like, dude, I have an extra one. i was bringing bring it over. You can have it. And so <laughs> they played. Cameron got so... Mad at you can guess Lexi? Lexi's first throw right through the hole right through the hole <laughs>
2: <laughs> game yeah. over with it, yeah. it was a practice like this is what you do you try to get it in the hole she's like like this basically and, then, like, and we're like, and like we
1: all yeah
2: but then of and course Cameron Cameron's was like, like right. oh he was so <laughs> oh, mad man.
0: he was so mad he like sat in the like on the on the slide and he was just like
2: yeah <laughs> I forgot to tell <laughs> angry you, face when I went golfing with my family last week and I was telling that story to Kyle and I was like yeah and then Lexi did this and he's like oh was Cameron so mad and I was like yep yeah we know like, my yeah. buddy <laughs>
1: yeah. my
0: poor buddy was my but but now <laughs> afterward so he so that happened and then afterward he turned into niv he would launch, uh, it. launch it and he would hit he would usually hit the thing every time so he was yeah. like he was probably the he was best pretty good. the best one yeah. between him and I Lexi. I mean obviously that
2: thing with Lexi was a fluke and that didn't happen again <laughs> so
0: but, so funny but and then but Elsa then did it later yeah Elsa, Elsa got, got it in, it in, in, in the in the but it was funny too uh, because, I hate saying because this. in the slot she cam, got it in the yeah. slot
2: cam was he was good at it and but his partner was Olivia and Olivia was like scared of getting hit. By well, yeah, because camera was throwing, he's throwing it like, like fifty man, he's just miles like, ah. an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the funniest part. So Cameron threw it, she was like, "Ouch! oh Ah! Gee!" She kept getting hurt. One time, she actually got so hurt she had to like had step t- off. I like think oh. she like hurt, oh, no, no, hurt. Yeah. no, I felt so bad. But anyway, it was really fun. That was fun. Um, we're only going to deep dive though into one of the games that we played with them. So Emily forced me at Cheese Point to play Skull King, the yes. game that stresses me out more than peeing alongside people in a public bathroom. You win again. Uh, no, I didn't win. Okay. I got, no. th- we, there was five of us playing cause they had a friend of theirs come over to like pick up a, like a USB cable or something.
2: something and then they made him stay and play <laughs> oh, And Ben's okay. like,
0: we're going to make you play Skull King. And so we played uh, Skull King. Okay. He won by like oh, a yeah. thousand points.
2: But I, I mean, I will say. And then Natalie and then me. I thought that it was more fun than the first time we played it. Okay, good. I didn't hate
3: it. I love it. It's so fun. fun.
0: It was, it, it actually it was, was fun. really fun. Good. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It was really fun. Um, we also played the crew and Dice Throne which we were going to talk about but we we feel like it wouldn't be fair for us to review after just one play as neither of us feel like we really got the true Dice Throne experience. I rolled so well that I only activated one power and all game. And I rolled game. so
2: bad that I didn't get to do much. She
0: like there was a couple turns she could literally do nothing. That's a bad yeah, feeling. Yeah,
2: Ben's like, "Uh, I don't think you can do anything." And yeah, that like, uh. sucks. That
0: the, the fact that that can happen, I hate. I, I like I don't I don't yeah. like that. I, I I don't think that happens often. Yeah. the way Ben was like looking at like oh my god, I think you can do nothing right. like that well, probably never that happens, com- sure. my
2: bad rolling combined with the the character or whatever that I picked basically like didn't really deal damage. He said that like mine was like different. like everybody's like dice allocation was yeah, different than mine yeah. and so i must have just picked like a weird one and it, and then pairing it that with what emily had it just didn't really like work out well, well for us
0: theoretically i love the game because it's basically like a deck builder like a star wars destiny but mm-hmm. you don't build the deck the decks are pre-constructed for you yeah. and ben has both of the there's like season one and season two right he's got both of them and i think he has the kickstarter versions of both of them so he has like I it got like twenty different yeah. characters. You yeah, can pick it seems from. like
3: it's they right. have a ton.
0: And each, it's really cool the way it is. I I, I just said I wasn't going to talk about. It. I'm just talk about a little bit, but it's really cool the way it works. Is like you have this board, and it's got all these different combinations of the dice that you roll. And if you roll these, you know, it's a Yahtzee style game. So you roll and then re-roll and then re-roll, uh, stopping anytime you want to. And then if you get a combination on your dice that match one of these things on your player board, you activate that power, which is usually attacking, or it could. Activate a special token ability that you can place on somebody or um, defense, right? And so, theoretically, that's really cool. Our play did not go well. Even for me. I rolled... I probably dealt the most damage of the four of us. Yeah. You I killed it. But I only... I kept rolling this exact same thing on, like, my first roll. I'm like, oh... Well, I can just, just do this I can one. just do this one. Yeah. Why, why would I? I why would I not do? Yeah. You know, and part of me was like, well, I want to see what these other th- abilities do, but I was like, why? Well, That'd yeah. be stupid of me to not do that. No, you're totally so,
2: right. It's, we playing it one time. Yeah, you can't review play, a game that that random it's, yeah, it's after not, one
0: one play. Yeah. So we would need to play that one again uh, before giving it a review. But the other game we played that we enjoyed so much. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> that I bought behind Natalie's back and she's just finding out about it right now is called oh, So Clover. Yeah, she knew.
2: I told yeah, him she it. knew. You're supposed to
0: play along though for the Where is it? For the clicks. Is it
2: supposed <sighs> to be here?
0: Yeah, it was supposed to be here on my birthday, and it's right now the shipping thing says pending. Um
3: cool stuff. I'll just buy it from Amazon and see if I can get it first. I
0: tried. It it, it, it was, was out of out stock. Yeah. I mean you might, might be in now. Anyway, the game is called So Clover. Um if which hopefully
2: we get it before Gen Con and we can play it there.
0: I'm in. Let's let's hear about it. Sorry. Let's talk about it.
2: I'm
1: <laughs> so sorry.
0: I know, we're, Welcome you back. You know we're like doing a podcast now. <laughs> so Clover, uh, which is a funny take on So Clever, I'm going to guess, right? Yeah. But it's a clover. It's a it party like a cooperative word association game that plays three to six, published by Repos. It's a game that feels one part code names and one part just one. Basically, the way it works is you have a player board that's shaped like a four-leaf clover. And it's... um. Dry erase. Yeah. It's green. It's, but it's cool. cool, but it's a green dry erase. Okay. And so it's shaped like a four leaf clover. In the middle of the player board, you randomly place four cards in a two by two grid. Each card has a word on every edge. The words on the cards that are on the outside edges become the words you're trying to associate. So, it, uh, since it's a four leaf clover, each leaf of the clover will have two words. This is much easier if you're looking at the yeah. picture. But if not, bear with me. So let's say one of the leaves, I have two words that are insect and girl, okay? Well, with the dry erase marker, you are writing on the leaf a one-word clue that you feel associates with those two words, right? So I might write ladybug, okay, on there. So you can see insect and girl would, would work mm-hmm. for ladybug, right? Um, I do that with the three other leaves that also have two random words on them. And then after I've finished, I remove all the cards from my board Uh, Flip the cards over, shuffle them up together, and then draw one card that wasn't involved. So I shuffle them all together. I do that. um, We all do that. We're all doing that at the same time. (coughs) But then, so starting with me, every other player, so this is cooperative, every other player takes the cards that I shuffled and flips them face up and looks at them and looks at my player board that now all my player board has now are the words that I wrote on the leaf. So you guys see Ladybug, and then you see all the cards laid out, and you're like, okay, what matches for ladybug and you're trying to basically recreate the board that i had when i was thinking of the clues mm-hmm. right <clears throat> um so you know you, you'll see ladybug and you might be like oh okay here's insect that has to be one of them uh what else could be there another card might say spot and you're like okay maybe it's insect and spot ladybug that would be perfect even though girl yeah. was one right, right? Or so
2: another thing is like because there's two spots so you pick Let's say you're like pretty sure insect belongs to Ladybug, but there's two spots for under Ladybug that you can put it. So you're trying to also look at the other side of that square card to see if that also lines up. It's like a Jets four corner pizza or this side. Man, it's good.
0: Right. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So the cards you're placing are two by two. Each card shares
3: a common uh, corner. Okay, so that might actually help you because if spot, yes. the other side if of the spot, other side of spot sense, doesn't work for probably. the other word,
0: but, right. oh, girl does, yeah. then, yeah, then you would, you would potentially know how like Okay. So once everybody places their cards back, once you guys place your cards back on my board, how you think I originally had them, you say, okay, we're done. Is this it? And I either say, you're right. And if you're right, uh, you get a certain number of points. I think it might be dependent on the number of players that play. It was six points was like.
2: Well, you get f- if you get it right on the first try, you get two bonus points.
0: Is it just bonus points? So you, it's mean, not dependent so get, on the number of players, though? I don't
2: though? think so. So you get four for getting all four right, plus two bonus points for getting them right on the first try. If
0: you're wrong, all I do, I, I don't say anything. I just remove the cards that you placed incorrectly, and then you get one more chance to do it. Okay. And so then you look at the ones you got wrong, and you're like, oh, it's probably these two. And then whatever you get right after that, you just get one point for each card you got correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't get the bonus on the second time. So, we just go around like that until everyone's board has been dealt with, and then we total up our score. And it's. Uh,
2: and so, like you said, it's kind of like just one where it's like you're doing individual, you're guessing each person's individually, like what they did, like just one, but you're on a team where your score is together. So, you're yeah. trying to get like the best score as a group. Cool. Just, yeah, like, you're just trying really hard to
0: get. You want the group to guess your like, stuff like a just yeah. one, like your collective score. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. yep. So, things I liked. First of all, I love word association games. They're super fun, right? Codenames are my favorite. Decrypto is great. Just ones fun. Medium, Letter Jam. There's a lot of them, and they're really all a good time. So Clover fits right in with these and still manages to feel different enough that I think it warrants a place in a collection that already has all of those games I just mentioned. Um, Hence, we just bought it. My favorite (laughs) part of the game is the second part figuring out what everyone else did and why. If you're just completely hammered like I was because I was so drunk, oh my God. you find interesting ways to stretch the rules with your clues. <laughs> like I had the words ink and limit. Okay. And I could not for the life oh, of me figure Ryan out cheated. what to do. I could not figure out what to what to ink and limit. I'm like, what do I how do I write one word to associate this? So I wrote the word speed. But I wrote it like really thick. Like big
2: black letters. Like I
0: use a lot (laughs) of ink. All right. (laughs) And they got it. Why not? Yeah, I don't know if that's I don't know against the rules or not. not. But they got it and it was it was really funny. You know, once that happened, yeah. and it was—it's it, a game, and we'll talk about this when we get to a game that Jeff's talking about. It's a game that it's almost more fun when you allow stuff like that to happen yeah. because it's one of those games where the points don't really matter.
2: Yeah, it's just fun. Playing like,
0: okay, it. we got twenty-two points. Next time, we got this time, we got twenty-four. Like, who cares? Right. It's it, the fun is figuring it out and and making it fun for the group. Uh, there was a really high level of fun factor to it, and I, that's what I liked a lot. Things I didn't like. So the cards have wildly different words on them, and there are times. Lots of times for me, where it felt impossible to associate the words on the cards. It felt like there's no way. Like I don't know how I would have strung ink and limit together. Maybe there. Maybe you listening out there. You think of one that's like oh so simple as this, but I could not do it. Um, when you have like wife and wind, how do you combine those two together? Ah. Uh. Right? I can think of a couple. You think? Yeah. Is no, it you like, can't. Nobody, can, oh, nobody could any, no, I can think of
2: that. <laughs> but <somewhere>. seriously, seriously,
0: <laughs> there were times where I just felt completely locked up trying to think of a clue, and that was a bit stressful in a way that I didn't enjoy. Like, I read a comment on BoardGameGeek about this that compared this to Codenames, and to paraphrase what they said, they said, a game like Codenames works well because you can have just as much fun playing the game not being the person who's coming up with the clues. And in this game, you always have to play both sides. You are always coming up with the clues and guessing. You're playing both parts. Mm -hmm. Where code names, you don't have to be the code breaker ever. And you can still have a lot of fun playing the game. So I can see people maybe not liking this as much because of that. Because of it can be stressful. Like, I, I cannot connect these words together. So now I have to throw off and you guys are just screwed. Right. Like if I have limit and ink and I just write speed, like, okay, speed goes to limit, but you're never going to guess ink for, for speed ever. You're never going to guess.
3: And like you said that, at least in Codenames also, Codenames has, has an option for you to just go one. So I say, I say ink one and you can get that one. And then the board changes by the time it comes back to you. And maybe you can then make a connection or that one word that you didn't want is gone, whatever. For sure. No, for sure.
0: Makes sense. The, um, the difference here, I think the stakes are much lower in so clover, Yeah. Um, where code names you're actually playing against another team. And so if code names wasn't what it was, it wouldn't work as mm-hmm. well. But so Clover, I think, works also because the stakes are much lower. So it's not a huge deal if that happens to you. Because Emily had that a couple times where she's like, Look, I couldn't think of a clue. So I just wrote it to be one word, you know. So good luck. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. You're gonna have to hope the other one works and then you can luck into that card. And it's not it didn't ruin the game at all.
1: No.
0: And it was also more often than not, that didn't happen. Okay. Right. There was usually a way to combine the clues. You know, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, though, I loved it. Bought it. And I think it will see a regular spot in the party game rotation for a while. I like it's, that. It sounds really great. Good. I
3: just looked it up. I'll probably... Yeah,
0: yeah I think you'll like it. it. Uh, what'd you think, Natalie?
2: I also loved it, obviously. It was immediately... We didn't even leave their house. I was like, buy this game.
3: Yep. <laughs> Steal this game from yep. yeah. yeah. them. Take it, it from it. It.
2: <laughs> I, I Just like you said, it's it's to me just as fun as like just one and all those word games which i also love and i ne- those are the kind of games like i never get sick of like i love playing them all the time yep. um like especially like even with this one there's going to be like an unlimited like possibility of of different word combinations you yes. know so like it's not ever it's gonna be like to oh well we get this combination all the time so and we always use this word you know mm. it's never gonna mm-hmm. be like that
0: that's a great point because every card has four words right and so you you could get the same card a bunch of times and never use it the same way
2: right exactly um but yeah i thought it was so fun and like what you said that you thought uh some people might not like playing both sides You know, we're having to come up with the clues and having to guess the clues. I liked that a lot because I like playing both sides. Yeah, And so the fact that you got to play both sides every turn, that was really fun for me. I like um, I even like that sometimes it like sometimes I would be trying to come up with words. And they all were like so obvious to me. I'm like, oh, this, oh, this. And then the next time, all of them were like so difficult. And I liked that because I'm like, ooh, I got to get clever. What do I do?
3: You have so to get so clever. got to get so clever. Yeah. So then when I thought of
2: something, I got excited. And then sometimes, like you said, I was just like, I don't know. I'm just going to go with this. Hopefully they get it. You know, and yeah. then it's kind of like that exciting, stressful when you're, like, when you guys are talking about it. Are they going to get on my wavelength? Yeah, yeah. You guys are like talking about it and like, you can't say anything just like in Codenames where like and then you know like Ryan I think there was one time where you were like it's I think it's this and this and then on my head I'm like yes 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 and then someone else is like no I think this is and I'm like fuck no 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 yeah. <laughs> you know and it's just
0: like Right it does give you that Codenames code really feel in that way.
2: Um yeah I loved it and I would have played it over and over and over again so. Yeah
0: it was I loved it too great game um I thank Ben and Emily for introducing it to us Ben I think just bought it on a whim at a, a game store yeah, he went to their local too. game store he bought that in Galaxy Trucker uh, we played it we played it a couple times that night. It was really fun. We had a great time over there. It was super fun hanging out with it them as really always. Fun. We just laughed the whole time and had a great time. So that is so clover. Jeff, what about you man? you got something?
3: I do. <laughs> <laughs> so as I <laughs> mentioned that this was the first week of school and the week before we had some professional development in Devonhead School, game playing at the Madigan House has been at an all-time low. <laughs> Which is yeah not, not okay. You have I mean this this was like the summer of Jeff I for know. games. You were like, was just, I was just playing multiple times a week, and I think in the last two weeks Devin and I Devin and I have played a game together. Yeah, which that's not well, usually where you have to two, get back in about the swing a week. Of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. So the one game we did play together a few nights ago was Castles of Burgundy. So we did that I was our that. Yeah. we just grabbed it because. It you was it. A, a, it was Thursday night or something. We know it. Let's just play it. And we got it done in like less than an hour. It was wow. like, we just like cruised. It yeah. was a great. It was a really fun play. We played with like the harder boards. I had like an eight section of the brown wow. buildings. Wow. And Damn. she had like a seven section of the farms. That's tough because you can't so We were put both doubles like, in there. Yeah. yeah. So we were yeah. both trying to battle luck. There's a little, uh, an. Expansion that you can add that adds another brown tile, so there's oh, a little cool. more possibility, which okay. is nice. So we were both kind of racing to get our bigger ones done, and we we were like within like three points or something. Oh, each that's other. Cool. It was like <laughs> great. Yeah, it was a really fun. fun play. Um, and that was I, I thought about you guys on the Date Night Dice podcast when you talked about what's a game that is something you just grab and yeah. play, and that's yeah. that's on our well, top of our list too. Yeah. yeah, it's just here's a real game, and yep. then let's grab and play it. Yep, but and we both know it. Yeah, something that we've been playing a lot of that I've been holding off. Um, to review and talk about until we played it a lot and I was kind of waiting for you guys. But Yeah, I'm we were going to play
0: it and we just, yeah. We just haven't. We, so, we still need to. Yeah. I still want to.
3: So this is this goes you know right along the line with So Clover. This is a game called Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. Same shit. It's Basically, about the same, I think it's just a retheme. Of I think so Isaac Clover. Childress did So Clover yeah. as well. You know, <laughs> he had a million dollar Kickstarter Actually, I heard for was, it. I heard I heard that Soul Clover was
0: designed first, and Jaws of the Lion was born oh, like from a spin off of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seems yeah. right. A, yeah. Like, a Patchwork for... and a piece for Odin. Yeah. Yeah. this is the same shit.
3: So <laughs> Gloomhaven being maybe the most popular game ever. Yeah. Um, okay. In the in the hobby, right? Especially I not especially in the last few years. Yeah, because yeah. you can say you know, Ticket to Ride might be universally like the most known, but yeah. when you're in the hobby, everyone knows the name Gloomhaven, and Isaac Childress knows that everyone knows that game, so he's going to just spin off that yep. thing yep. over and over and over again. And this this recent spin off in 2020 um, is called Jaws of the Lion. So it's Gloomhaven colon Jaws of the Lion. I'm just going to call it Jaws of the Lion because that's what. It is. Yes, people yeah. know it is. Yeah. yeah. It came out in 2020, and it's already number five on Board Game Geek.
0: That's and it's, it was basically just billed as, like, Gloomhaven Light.
3: It is Gloomhaven introductory Light. Introductory. Yeah. Gloomhaven. And it's number five. <laughs> and it's number five. And, and Frosthaven will come out, and I'm sure that will also number catapult itself up there. Yeah. Yep. So good on him hey that's cool hey, yeah yeah it
0: works people love and it and
3: like ryan said advertises gloomhaven light and they even took it one step for, farther and said it is actually the events that take place before gloomhaven it's a prequel it's prequel gloomhaven cool oh why do you look like, like that Pre cool i don't know pretty cool know. okay okay <laughs> natalie just, just makes faces sometimes I'm just smiling. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so jaws of the lion and and gloomhaven itself are are advertised as a cooperative euro inspired tactical combat game really yeah. Huh, okay. So I think the Euro inspired is going to come along yeah, with card this, this card play. Yeah, for sure. Um, where players are working together, which is wonderful, to fight off monsters. And in Jaws of the Lion, the the overarching theme is there. This mysterious disappearances that are happening throughout the city. Does that come through? I don't know. It's just like you're fighting things. Exactly. Think of an Ameritrash game. You're you're moving, you're fighting, you're doing that kind of is stuff. Is
2: regular Gloomhaven cooperative also? Yes, mm-hmm. okay.
3: yeah. And regular Gloomhaven is a massive, massive yeah, game that one with is
0: like legacy style stuff. You're like growing old. Your characters will die,
3: and then you like get
0: new characters. Yeah. And you're, unlo- you're opening boxes it's and stuff a, like
3: that. It's a big thing. So this is yeah. definitely on a lighter scale. This yeah. is still a campaign. Um, you know, you could sub somebody out and teach them More the rules, but. Yeah, we're playing the four of us. Played so we have it, yeah. the four, that's the maximum. So you have four characters. So we're playing through this. We have Who's the four?
0: Are you, Joe, Dave, Bill?
3: Yeah. Okay. So it's uh whenever we Joe will pick it on occasionally when it's his night to play. So mm-hmm. we've played it about seven or eight times. Okay. So yeah, there's this mysterious stuff that's happening in the city, and we're going into dungeons to fight all these things. There's four new characters. So if you've played Gloomhaven, these are new characters. What I also think is kind of cool is if you are a Gloomhaven freak, you can take these four characters after playing Jaws of the Lion and put them in Gloomhaven, Gloomhaven if you'd like. Oh, that's which cool. I think is kind of neat. I don't really know how that would work or <laughs> yeah. if you have to like, you know, like retroactively go back to the beginning or if they start Gloomhaven yeah. as top, that character. Top, I don't really know, but I think that's a cool that's really cool. That's a cool addition to the game. So all of them have their own kind of specialty, just like many of these Ameritrash games. So I'm the demolitionist in this game, which okay. is the character that I usually pick in games like this, where it just like does damage and he's just like the fighter. He's like the guy yeah, goes in. So yeah, <laughs> it's like Nez in Mice and Mystics. <laughs> yeah. Every character is usually that guy for me because I like just fighting things. Yeah, He does a lot of melee damage. He blows things up. There's, you know, Dave has like kind of healing and can move other people. And then there's the ranged attack guy. You know, there's all these like people. Yep. They're kind of... I don't want to say stereotypical, but they're in yeah, a lot like of games. archetypes, yep. yeah. So the setup for Jaws of Lion is apparently much more streamlined than Gloomhaven, which I've heard is the worst thing about Gloomhaven. Me too. Is that people will just set it up and leave it there because it takes way it too takes long. It takes so long, yeah. So the way that I think this is more streamlined is through this use of a storybook, um, kind of like Stuff Fables or Near and Far. Or yeah. So you're just flipping pages instead of setting up just a shit ton of tiles. Um, and that helps, I think, for a setup. And there's also, I think, just less less bits and chits and less monsters (laughs) to sort through and and all that kind of stuff. There's just less of it. Are there minis or are they all standees? Your your characters are minis. Okay. And then the monsters are standees. Are they
2: minis that you could paint?
3: They're very... uh, Yeah. Well, me, no. You, oh, yes. yes. yes.
2: People could paint them. People could paint them, and
3: they have painted them, and they look great. They're very small. Oh, okay. Uh, and I think it would be like painting a D&D mini where they're mm-hmm. just, they're this tiny. Yeah. Especially yeah. my demolitionist guy is like half the size of other people. He's like this little guy who throws oh, really? on bombs. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably, he might be the hardest yeah. or maybe the easiest. I don't really know about yeah. painting, but he's <laughs> yeah. not as, he's not Dollar, like the chibis Dollar, like, Dollar, like, Dollar, like yeah. you guys been painting. right, yeah. um, So- Again, to just set this game up, you have the board is populated with the stuff for that mission, right? Monsters, doors, treasure chest, obstacles, blah blah blah. Shit like that for an Ameritrash game. The Euro aspect of this game and the crux of Jaws of the Lion is this hand management card play system. And I think this is where most people get attracted to this game who might not be attracted to this game because it's not just Move, roll dice, fight, you win, right. or you lose. This card play system creates yeah. more decisions. So that is where I got drawn in to the game more than I would have thought because this is not my type of game. Right. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to the show, I'm more of a Euro gamer. Yeah. Like, you know, worker placement. Give me some, you know, if I'm using dice, they better be as dice placement for something, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is me explaining this game from a Euro standpoint. This is what drew me into that. I think... And you start with some cards, right? Throughout the campaign, just like in campaign games, you're going to add more cards to improve your actions and all that kind of stuff, right? Oh, you beat Mission 3? Here's a new pack of cards. You get to open them. And then, at the beginning of the mission, you get to pick a certain amount of cards depending on your level. So, I'm level 2. I get 9 cards. And I can now pick a... At the beginning of the game, you only start with 9 cards. Those are your cards. And then you add more cards and you pick 9 of those. Mm. And then you get more cards and you pick 9 of those, right? And then you, then you you might get 10 or 11. So, that's how the card play goes. And then, as the game starts, you pick two cards from your hand. So if the three of us were playing, I would pick two cards. i keep them face down. Ryan would pick two cards. Now I'd pick two cards. And then each card has two actions on it. You have to use one action on the top and one action on the bottom. So the both cards are getting used, but you can't use both the bottom actions or both the top actions. One has to be the top. One has yep. to be the
0: bottom. You can't use both on one card. Yes,
3: you can't use both on one and. card. So the the fun for me and the challenge for me is finding those combinations in the right moment to do the best thing. Yeah. Or to go, well, I i i want to keep these cards for my next turn because i think my next turn i can be able to do this so let me just get rid of one right just use it for nothing or move or something right and then all those cards have initiatives on it so whoever has the lowest goes first and the monsters have initiatives and then basically you just take your actions so the initiative track says all right ryan's gonna go first he's gonna take his two actions and do something and then the monsters are gonna go and they're gonna go and then i'm gonna go and then Natalie's gonna go and you basically are just taking the actions on your cards yes natalie I have a question. Yes. <laughs>
2: what you just described with the cards and like playing them, is that called hand management?
3: Yeah. I would okay. call it hand management I saw that, for sure.
2: That word that Mechanic come up a bunch when I was looking at Gen Con games and I was like, I think I know what that means, but I just wanted to Yeah. yeah. Like is and that like it's considered... a very
0: general term hand okay. management, just for you have a hand of cards and you have to figure out how to use them yeah. the best way. Okay. Right. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just like resource management. Mm. You know, yeah, except yeah. except that you're using cards in your hand.
3: And those those cards, that card play is the same as Gloomhaven. Right. And I'm I do not know if Frosthaven's gonna be the same. Yes, <laughs> probably if it, I had no it is. Okay, it is. It is. So um once you do that, you basically just you do that over and over and over again until you win or you lose. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the actions that you do are the same kind of Ameritrash stuff. Move, fight, heal, push people, poison monsters, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um there are I play this now. there are these. Yeah. You do? Yeah. There are um there are these elements that I believe also are in Gloomhaven that change the way the gamer played a little bit. And that gets introduced throughout the gameplay. So the first couple of plays, you don't have these elements, and then as as you get new cards, you insert these elements. So there's like six of them. And I might play a card that might, might boost up the wind element. So then it goes all the way up. And then if Ryan has a card on his turn that actually uses the wind element, it's probably a sweet action. And then you use the wind element. So there's this dynamic of, oh, let me boost up this fire one because I know Ryan's got a lot of fire cards in it. You try to kind of play and help each other out. Or it lasts for two turns. So if nobody uses it, you can then use it the next turn. So maybe mm. you try to set yourself up. Uh, there's the management of that. I'm assuming later in the games the monsters are going to be able to use that or abuse it or slide you know, They're going to be able to mess with that kind of system as well, which I think is kind of cool. Just another layer, um, I think, that might attract people to this game versus other roll and hit and in move kind of games. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're basically going until someone dies. And the way that you die is you – so let's say I start with my nine cards. I play my cards until I don't have enough to play two on my turn and then I take a short rest or a long rest. Basically I'm discarding one of my cards. Oh. So now I pick up and now I'm back to eight. eight. Okay. And I go and I go and I go, and then I'm now to seven. Oh. Six. Once there is a moment where you can't play both cards, you don't have two cards to play, you, die. you kind of die. There's ways of like, all right, other people can do something to kind of bring you back to life for a second. But that's, if you get to that point, you're in trouble. Um, or your your health just goes all the way down. People around the table are dying. Mm-hmm. Um, or you just beat the mission. So you either win or lose. And at the end, there's there's some story. You go to a town. You see a guy. Do you want to buy him a drink? Blah, blah, blah. There's like, so far, the storylines have been lame. You don't care. Um, I don't really care. We just, <laughs> yeah. so far, we've just like done the evil thing. They're like, hey, do you want to buy this guy a drink? <laughs> really? And we're like, fuck, no, no we're not buying this guy us. a drink. Yeah, and yeah. instead, it it's like, you know, we would have gotten something sweet, but instead we don't because we're just a-holes. We're trying to play our characters, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me tell <laughs> you it's my really thoughts. Funny. This is not my type of game. Yeah. yeah. If I ranked my yeah, top 100 games on Board Game Geek. This is not in it. This is not. Okay, 100 is a That's
2: a lot. 50, I know, that's, that's let's ton. go
3: 20, 25 to 50. This would not be on it.
2: Yeah.
3: When I first looked at like these lists of, you go on BGG, you look at Why is Gloomhaven number one? Why is Jaws of the Lion number five? That annoyed me as a Eurogamer. But I get why people love this game so much. I'm not going to go as far as say I love this game and it's my favorite game of all time. But I understand why people love it and why people are coming back to the name over and over and over again. So I think the card play is makes the game playable for me. If there wasn't card play and I was just like rolling dice, here's the three actions you can do, move, attack, three and whatever. I would never want to play this game again. But the evolution of the cards are very cool. I get more cards every handful of missions. That's kind of neat. You know, I look at the board and I say, oh, there's a lot of obstacles on this one. My guy can blow those up, so I should keep cards that blow up obstacles. There are certain cards that have awesome actions that if you use it, it actually just gets discarded right away. So when do I use that? So the hand management, Natalie, <laughs> is where I think why I like this game as a Euro gamer. Yeah. Um, there are some things that I don't enjoy that I think are just kind of like annoying. There are, there's this, what they call like the attack deck. So I have a monster in front of me. I play my card. It says I attack at 3 and then there's this deck of cards that I have that I flip over one of it and it either says like two. plus 1, minus 1, negate, double. Uh, so that's like So there's plans the that just roll. yeah, it's like mimicking the die roll, right? It's adding the randomness to your attack, which can be really fucking annoying mm-hmm. when you have this plan set up and you flip over um to just you just don't attack him at all. Like, it just negates your entire attack. Ugh. And then that card has to get shuffled right back into your deck. Or, like, you know, it's obviously sweet when the double comes out. But, you know, for someone, again, who likes Euro games more, who likes to plan things out and go, all right, I'm yeah, going to be able to kill this person. Yeah. And then Dave's going to be able to go through the door and be there. And then I don't kill him because I flipped over some card. So I made the right plan, and a card flip ruined me. And now he can't do his turn, and his turn's ruined. Yeah. So that, that kind of sucks. There is this goofy thing you get this secret objective card at the beginning of your game you get two of them you get to pick one if you complete the secret objective you get like this little check mark and the check marks actually help you take out the bad cards that are in that attack oh, deck, cool. which is cool but the objective cards are really random and i don't like them like for example i got one that says don't kill any monster
1: oh
0: that's like impossible right and i'm like
3: well that's not what like my job in the game is to kill the monster yeah but i also got one that was like kill five monsters I got one that was like, stay by the wall. So the moment I stood stepped away from a wall, you can't I couldn't get my secret objective. One was just like, die, or don't ever take a long rest. Yeah, don't that's just like lazy, doesn't it? It pulls me too far from the game, and like, trying to just do this mission and thinking about something and just being selfish in the game doesn't make sense to me. I didn't want to, oh, well, guys, I am I could kill this thing, but I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. so, right. so good I luck. can get rid of this. Why don't you all kill him yeah. so I can get one more check mark? It's like, if I think about the game we're going in a dungeon we're crawling we're fighting together, together but i'm gonna say fuck you fuck the game i can't kill this monster which might help everybody or i kill it and i ignore this thing and now my deck is still bad and i'm so dave yeah, and i have only gotten i think one or two lose. like check marks because our our missions have been annoying yeah so that's that, lazy to me. that being reliant so make it yeah i better. just didn't i didn't just love that there's yeah <laughs> There's sometimes yes, where your turns can just be ruined, like if things go out of order or a monster goes before you, so you might just like cards might just not play. And that randomness I'm okay with. Um, because that's that's the kind of stuff that just might not go your way. Right. In a in a Euro game, Ryan puts a worker there, shit. I can't do that. Yeah. Now I have to figure out something else. That's like monster goes first, he moved, now I can't attack him. Let me now figure out something else. Yeah. That's the only that's okay. I'm okay with that randomness, but it can be frustrating if it happens two or three times in a row. Where there was one mission where I had two turns where I couldn't fit through the opening that we were going through because there was, like, monsters and stuff. And I was like, well, I guess I'll discard my cards and just kind of pass. So that sucked. I don't think that's going to happen all the time. It was just kind of that so moment. So you can, you can get into a situation where you can't really do anything. Yeah. That, how, that sucks. How
2: much have you played this?
3: So we played about eight times, seven or eight times. And we're past, like, the first four or something introduce you to the card play and the system and all that kind of stuff. So we're into the into the game. game yeah. Um there's there's also there's a lot of time commitment. Like this is I, this is twenty five plays, which for me of a game is a lot.
0: Wow. And so this is like lot. the introductory game. This is still a big
3: game. Yeah. And what's on I mean, <clears> the <throat> flip side of that? What's amazing about it is you can find this game for under fifty dollars. So if you're into this stuff and you're into this game, twenty five plays for fifty dollars is that's great. a huge value. Yeah. Is great. Versus again, you're you're getting a hundred plays out of Gloomhaven, which bigger setup bigger whatever it's it's probably also bigger rewards and amazing experiences well let me ask you does it
0: feel like you're playing
3: some introductory variant of something or does it feel like you're playing a a game game? it feels like i'm playing a game like this feels like if you would have told me gloomhaven didn't exist like gloomhaven didn't exist in my head and i just played this i wouldn't think of like isn't there more to this game i wouldn't think that maybe the first couple right when they're introducing all these mechanics but now that we have the elements we have new cards we have these you know these different missions like once that happened, it's like, okay, now I'm in the game. I don't feel like, oh, I'm just yeah, playing. Well, yeah. I
0: need the next level. Yeah. This is just the baby's first. Yeah. Gloomhaven. Yeah. I'm not playing just right. baby's first
3: Gloomhaven. Um, so overall I'm enjoying playing it. And that's from someone who likes swings yeah. toward Euro games. I'm right. enjoying playing it. There are some downsides that frustrate me as I'm playing because of how I plan things and work things out in my head. But like when Joe picks it, I'm like, okay, cool. We get to, you know, yeah, let's I get see to have some shit time. up in Gloomhaven. Um,
2: how long does each like
3: play take. play take? Probably between an hour and two hours, depending on how well it goes or how terrible it goes. So, geez, this is a 25 to 50 hours maybe you're yeah. getting out of this. Yeah, and probably closer to 50 because the first couple are probably quick. I'm assuming they're going to be – because the storybook actually comes with a second storybook. So there's like one, and then for a bigger board, you'd have like the second one would lay next to it kind of thing. It's – I see why it's so good. It's still like, I'm not going to put this in my top it's 10 not, like, games of the year. Thing, it's not my game. see
2: why the people who like it. It's like an achievement.
3: Like it. Exactly. It's like an
0: achievement in design. Yeah. yeah. Like how does he, that's one thing that, okay, I have my reservations about Gloomhaven. I played the original design back with Isaac
1: mm-hmm. and
0: hated it. <laughs> hated. Honestly, I was, I kind of didn't like him. You know, yeah. he, I was like, I don't think, "You're just kind of being a jerk." I felt like, and so that that made me not back it. This game's going to be nothing. Of course, number one game. Of course, it's like the number one game of all. Yeah. This game ever. But one thing I I, I will say, and I've, I'll, I'll say this that what I just said about Isaac, that was my first impression of him. Literally, all I've ever heard about the guy is that he's like the nicest. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> So maybe he was having a rough yeah, day bad, or something. Because it wasn't just me. Jeremy, was. we were both like, what the hell is wrong
3: with him? Something yeah. happened like, 15 minutes before He you was, met him.
0: Yeah, he was having the bad day or something. So I withhold judgment of 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 Isaac. But that did make me not back the yeah. game. I'll say that. Um, however, I've only heard he's like the nicest guy. Ever. But my, my main point is the stuff that's in Gloomhaven and in Frosthaven, and it sounds like maybe even in Jaws of the Lion, how does one person design that?
2: And to such a yeah. way
0: that it's it's not just works, but it's like people consider it the best thing that's ever been. It's crazy. So I mean,
3: it's kudos amazing. to him for that. And yeah. I,
0: I think that's really impressive, if nothing else.
3: I'd be really interested to hear what you guys think because I think it you guys might really like it. I want I to think play it because very badly. it is cooperative. You can work together. You can kind of again You Do you, you think it'd be a good with two?
0: Yeah. Do we have to like play multiple characters, do you know?
3: I don't think so. I think you'd play with two. They might shift like what monsters are in the, I think, you know, we're playing with four, the so there might be eight on. monsters in there. If you play with two, it might only be four monsters. Yeah, scales right, right. yeah. down. Uh, and yeah, I think it would work fine with two. And I think you guys just, the way you work and communicate, I think that would be a fun, it could be a very fun experience. I want to play it for, for sure. guys.
2: I mean, I have my reservations. I will give anything a chance, but... I so don't blame you. I don't going like into Just it hating it.
3: We are the feelings s- on it are we I have feel a similar like brain. I might
2: like it, but I definitely will won't like.
3: You're not going to come downstairs, and if it. Ryan's like, "Do you want to play Castles of Burgundy or Gloomhaven or Jaws line You're going to be like, "I want to play Castles of Burgundy. Right. I want to play Underwater Cities. I want to yeah. play Lorenzo." But if Ryan had it set up and you played it, I don't think you would be miserable.
2: Yeah, like I feel I mean, like remember when we went through like I'll like I'll be like yeah I'll like like it enough. We went through Shadows of Brimstone, like-
3: and you you
0: seem to enjoy that. We played the shit out of that game. If you like that, that yeah. might you know? And in this that is world, a similar right? kind of kind of kind of but thing. that was like Yeah, it was early in your gaming. It was early, but, but still. also
2: it was I don't remember it super well, but what I remember it is it wasn't that in depth, right? Right. There wasn't that much to it. This is with the true?
3: card play is a little better, I think. Cuz again, Brimstone is I don't want to say it's I don't want to simplify it, but it is more of a move, here's what power I have and this is what I yeah. can do. This with the with the hand management might attract you to it a little more.
2: Yeah.
3: We got to give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. So that is totally Gloomhaven Jaws of the
0: Lion by Cephalofair. Yeah. Games, which is that's Isaac's uh, It's just Isaac. Children's. It's Isaac. Yeah, it's Isaac, Isaac Children's, right? Yeah. I don't surprise yeah. Yeah. Isaac, Isaac Games. games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah is he exactly.
3: An
0: yeah. Yeah, he is. Cool. Um, so another game we got to the table is this new Flip and Right game. Uh, that we have uh, Jeff and I have been looking at For our, our, our Gen Con list actually And it is out now And I picked up a copy It's from Game Right Designed by Phil Walker-Harding Called Super Mega Lucky
3: Box I like Phil Walker-Harding Yeah,
0: right He's the Baron is Park dude that, yeah. didn't.
2: that uh, Ben and M on their latest episode I feel like talked about They that. did talk about, him about him Phil Walker-Harding Walker like, a lot They played a bunch of Phil Walker-Harding
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, they just played Baron Park I believe
2: And there was another one Like Summer Camp Was that it?
3: <clears throat> yeah, Summer Camp is Phil Walker-Harding
0: Okay Did not know. Uh, The letters on the front are reminiscent of like the Schoolhouse Rock cartoon, and it just has this whimsy and inviting look to it. On the cover of the box, it also makes a very, very bold statement. (laughs) It says, super mega lucky box, a spectacularly fun game. Wow. So that front of the box promises a lot. Yeah. You look at it and think, this is going to be something. Natalie said to me after we played that she was excited looking at the box like, oh man, what's this going to be? Some cool party game like I never played before? What it really is, is a simple (laughs) flip and write game. Think along the lines of silver and gold meets like bingo. The way Super Mega Lucky Box works is you each have three cards in front of you. These cards have a 3x3 grid of numbers between 1 and 9 on them. You also have a dry erase marker. There uh, is a stack of cards that you're going to flip up and reveal made up of 18 cards, two copies of one through nine, okay? Uh, You shuffle that deck of 18 and then use nine of them for each round. Each turn, you just flip the top card up, say it's a seven, and then you cross one instance of the number seven on any one of those three cards in front of you. That's it. Once you cross off all numbers in a row or a column, there's usually a bonus that you unlock, like crossing off another number somewhere else on your other cards or collecting a star point that you can use to score at the end of the game or collecting these lightning bolt or moon tokens. Uh, the game is played across four rounds. Each round consists of nine turns. Like I said, those nine cards. If you manage to cross off every number on a card, you score points for that card at the end of the round. Depending on what round it is, you'll score more or less points. Complete cards earlier in the game. Like I said, you'll score more. The lightning bolt tokens I told you about are a way to mitigate the card flip. So let's say um, I need the number seven to complete a card. Right, I have everything crossed off on my three by three except the number seven. And then the card that just flipped up is nine. Right, so uh, damn that's not going to help me flip. That's not going to help me uh, cross off include that card. And I don't have any number nines on the other card. So you think like, oh, I can't. I just can't do anything. And if you don't have any lightning bolt tokens, you can't do anything. You're just kind of screwed for that card. But if you have a lightning bolt token, you can spend as many of them as you want or that you have to increase or reduce the number on the card uh, for just you by one per token. So if I spend two tokens, I will effectively have turned that nine into a seven, only for me though. Okay. Uh, which will allow me to then complete that card, get the bonuses of the row and the column, if any, and then, you know, potentially use those to chain into other uh, fun things on your turn. It just goes on like that until the end of the fourth round, at which point you total up points and whoever has the most is the winner. Uh, so things I liked. I really liked how quick this game was. It's a standard flip and write. So it's very simple and straight to the point. You flip a card, you cross off what you see, you collect bonuses and score points. Rinse and repeat until the end. The game does not do anything different at all. Uh, than any other flip and right or roll and right you've ever played before. But I feel like it's still a solid entry into the genre. It's always fun to use a couple lightning bolt tokens in a way that gets you that number you need crossed off that starts this chain of bonuses. And so the potential for really cool turns, which I love in games, you all know that, is high in this game. That happens. And when it does happen, it feels good. Uh, things I didn't like so much. Uh, that's about as exciting as the game gets. It feels good. <laughs> it doesn't feel awesome, or super fun,
2: or, super or
0: spectacularly fun, fun yeah. <laughs> or neat and fresh. I would not say that this is a spectacularly fun game, like it's build on the front. I think that's giving it a bit too much credit. I don't think it's better or worse than any other Flip and write. The game isn't bad at all. It doesn't do anything that makes me dislike it. But it also doesn't really do anything that separates itself. You'll play this for the first time and instantly feel like you've played it before. Which is not a terrible thing, but I mean... If you have other roll and write or flipping rights in your collection, this does not do enough to be like I gotta get I gotta get the, that one too, unless you just really really love that genre and you just want to play them all. Um, overall, I like the game. I think it's even I would I would say it's better than good, not great. I just think it's a couple years too late. The roll and write genre was like really popular a couple years ago. Like they were just like yeah. turn it. This feels like it missed the boat. Mm Because this would have, if this came out two years ago, I think it's like when
2: they were all first, like
0: yeah, when they were like, oh wow, look at these. This would be another like, oh my god, entry. But this is, it feels like it's exactly the same thing as every other roll and right flipping right I've ever played. Two years later, it just almost seems like stale. Well, like, like it's not in the right time. Like it it just came out too late. Like it just missed the boat. It's just that's the way it feels. The genre is not the thing anymore. So it doesn't. If it did something different. It could work, but
3: I don't know that's how I feel. What do you think, Natalie?
2: <laughs> uh yeah, this game was not spectacularly fun in fact. <laughs> let me
3: let me ask it you was... both a question. If you could rename this the tagline of this instead of what what is it? Spectacularly fun game. If you oh, could rename that, what would it regular say?
2: Regular roll and write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super mega lucky
0: box. Just another regular flip and write. roll. And yeah. 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 I would be like just yeah. another flipping right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or flipping okay. right, whatever it is. Just yeah.
0: Meh. I felt yeah. like
2: it was barely even fun at all. Ooh. Ooh. So yeah, barely <laughs> <Damn>. fun.
0: <laughs> this is welcome to the board game. beatdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I mean super okay. mega lucky box.
3: Barely fun. I was gonna go.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, you made some good points. When you thank were, you. Th- nice job. Thank you. I okay. I agree. If I played this and it was the very first <laughs> flipping right game that I played, I probably would have liked it.
0: Yeah, you'd be like, but "Wow, this is cool." The fact cool. that I
2: played a bunch of them, like this one, did nothing for me. Um, you, when we played it after we played it at first and I agree I was a bit disappointed the box does did hype it up it's cool looking box when he got this in the mail I had no idea what this game was what caught my and so opinion. when I saw mm-hmm. the name of it and stuff I was like ooh like what's this gonna be and then I was like well, this is Walker it and it's the Walker Harding's
0: name on it. Yeah. it was like that's awesome yeah
2: and I was like this is it like this is the game. She did not
1: like
0: it. I, yeah. I so could then tell. he kept,
2: but then he was like grilling me. He's like, "Why don't you like it? You?" He's like, "It feels the same as like silver and gold or crisscross, which you love, which is like a nothing kind of little game." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I know you're right. I all I can tell you is that I just didn't have fun playing it." And but now, yeah, you've that seen it before. You were just saying what you were saying. I think I realized that it's just that it like you said it's too late you know like I played all these other ones like yeah crisscross maybe there's something about it because that was the first type of game or one of the first that I played like that so I thought it was fun so when I play another game that's literally just like that why would I like this better than that you know like there's nothing to it there's Uh, nothing new there's nothing that's gonna like make me want to play this ever again you know like I I would play it you know, it's not like bad. It's not like oh, this game sucks. I hate it. Like, it was more just like I would never ever choose to play why this. Why pick it? Yeah. Yeah. Ever. But if someone was like, "Hey, want to play this?" I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Meh. And Meh. another
2: thing was I don't. And a thing. 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 <laughs> I don't see this game being that different each play, which is another reason that mm-hmm. I don't want to continue playing it. Is like, mm. like either. You go, Jeff. Basically, either like I'm gonna do decent you know and probably win or i'm gonna do bad and then lose like that's the like swing you know and it's just like that's how i do it every game (laughs) i do really well
0: (laughs) either win or you lose no i I know exactly what you're saying luck you know like
2: i might yeah get some stuff that works out and then the next game i might get some stuff that doesn't work out it did not like that's how it wasn't exciting yeah
0: it was like the excitement level so it's like you know what it is it's like, okay, let's talk about Quacks Quellenberg. You're either hating your fucking life, you want to burn the house down. Yeah. Or you are having more fun high, than you've ever had ever. You're low, you're this low. game, yeah. Super Mega Lucky Box, is what happens in the middle. There's you never you never have that low, low where you're like, right. fuck this game. But you also never have like this is so fun. Right. It's like you're right in the middle where it's like, this is this is yeah. okay. And
2: I don't ever see that changing. I don't see us playing another game and then it's not like that.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny too, because this is like I would say it feels like there's more to this game than something like Second Chance, but I'd rather play Second Chance. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I'd rather play Silver and Gold over this. Although maybe not this game. But I like that a little better than you. It's just eh. It just doesn't about, do like, enough, second man. Chance,
2: at least
3: you can use colored pencils. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get to color. But no.
2: But really, <laughs> well, polyamorous bi- too. The big thing is like like you have this this open board and you're drawing these cards and you get to choose like yeah the how potential do I wanna, of where you could yeah go. how do i want to fit this in this is just like do i want to cross off this seven or this seven you know and so like it's more fun making that decision of what to do with the card you flipped in, in second, second chance then which seven do i want to cross that's off. a good point you know what i mean yeah that's a good point um and then i mean maybe this is like maybe i'm not Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I also felt like um, one of the rules in the game is if whoever has the most moons gets plus six points. Yeah, there's these moon. Whoever tokens. has the least amount
0: loses six points. Loses six Ooh, points. It's but tough we only, in a two-player game. Yeah, it's well, a two-player, in a two-player game, game. You don't lose the six okay. points.
2: Okay. Oh, that's right. We played. the
0: person long. gets the six points. You don't. Then lose, I'm not gonna yeah, say that. You don't lose, that. The but the six that
2: does points. seem like a really big advantage or disadvantage.
0: Yeah, and and that's random. That because is the not, cards you get so, could, right. might be picking that's cards a game that don't
2: right give rule. me moons. And you can get cards that give you like fifteen moons. So like, okay, well you just get six points and nine. For some reason yep. I can
3: name two like game right. so this this one, yep. sushi go and go nuts for donuts, I think all have a very similar rule where the top person. Yeah. And top yeah, moon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. so let me let me summarize the the hatred.
2: It's <laughs> just like meh.
3: If you don't have a game like crisscross, shown clever, which is also what it kind of sounds like with those yeah. bonuses. That mm-hmm. seems cool, or silver, well, and gold, John or something. Is so much better than this. Yeah, this might be a game you want to look into. If yes. you have those other games, yeah. there's no point right. of reaching. If influence. you try yeah. out a
2: flipping, yeah, right you're new to you the have the you hobby, not
3: jumped
0: into the yeah, Flippin' right genre. Like this, this is really fun. It's got a whims, it's got whimsical artwork. It's very, very, very quick, very which is quick. its best mark. Yes. for it you can you can rattle yeah. off a few games you don't of this have any very in, your, in your
2: collection and you want to try one out i'd say yeah do it like well so that's I what i'm saying bad, i think it's even a but little we've played like at least 10 of these same games that are and i think most of them are better than this so for me for us i don't think this is something that we're gonna want to keep playing but if you haven't then you probably would think it, this is pretty fun yeah
0: to me it's weird it feels like it feels like if a game like dominion that was almost a carbon copy of Dominion just came
3: out like right now. Sure. You know, it's it. almost like, what? I get, it. well, like, I'm going to cross it off my Gen You know, like it did yeah. seem cool. The box cover grabby because yeah. of Schoolhouse a, Rock. I'm not going to lie. It's a
0: good game. I don't mind. I think it's a good game. I like it. I actually like it. I would play it again. I'm a little bummed to hear Natalie would never want to play it again. Yeah, so I if you want it, again. reach out to the Gamecaster's yeah. Instagram yeah. account. Yeah, no. exactly.
2: I mean, I will I'll play too. it. But like, if you're like, hey, let's play this, because like you said, it's like literally like five minutes long, you know. So like, I'd be like, okay. but like, Natalie's
3: face about this entire game has been amazing. <laughs> 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 it was but, like we five it the long first time and played. she was like, Ugh,
0: I don't like that. And I'm like, you didn't. She's like, no. And I'm like, didn't it feel like the same as everything else we played on? Because I was kind of like, oh, it just feels like the same old thing. And she's like, I guess. I don't know. I didn't have any fun. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I was like, why? Wait a minute. Fun, I think I was so. I think yeah. I
2: over you. the box overhyped it.
0: The box does look awesome. Right.
2: And you got Phil
0: Walker Harding's name on it, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like, Oh, this this could be something special. Yeah. It's not. I got it's really weird. excited.
2: He like he's like, Oh, I got this game in the mail, look at what it's called. And <laughs> That's it's like, exactly what
3: Ryan sounds like. Yeah, and he's like, We're gonna play it
2: right now. And I'm like, Okay. You know, and then he's like he opens it and he's like, This is it, and I was like, Oh,
1: <laughs> it's a flipping ride, <laughs> God!
0: Don't, oh, you damn don't it. listen to
2: me. Listen more to Ryan. But
0: I feel mostly the same way you do, to be honest with you. I, I but I like it more than you did. I had yeah. fun with it. Still, it's not a bad game. It no, doesn't do not. anything it's wrong. Not. It's just to me, I feel like it's just like it missed its it missed a missed the boat, missed yeah. the missed the
3: pun. <laughs> 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 I don't even know what you said. Oh, my gosh. Nobody will. Okay. No <laughs> Cut buy. that out. If I cut this out. Just cut it out. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Look at the top What's the time stamp on there? not. Chop, 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 chop. Oh, God. Okay, Jeff, what else you got? Dude? <laughs> oh, I got a game. So I got another game uh, from a publisher, 25th Century Games. <laughs> oh, what do you think
0: about 25th Century Games, Natalie?
3: Natalie? Uh, Natalie. Uh, yeah. Natalie says, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. From the bathroom. From the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, twenty fifth century games. I want to update us on the last game that I reviewed from twenty fifth century games was Jurassic Parts. Yeah, Jurassic Parts. Recently. Chad has has listened to our last episode. We talked about Jurassic Parts, and has he has confirmed that the dinosaur sex expansion is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you were looking for, if you were looking to dig up dinosaur wieners, it's in the one next of, one. That was, that
0: was a good moment by now. Um,
3: yeah, that was great. So <laughs> this game is called Cloud Control, a much lighter game. This is a party game. So if yeah. we're sticking, we have some light games in this episode. Yep. This we is have a light Jaws of the Lion episode. and then a bunch of light games. Right, a bunch of light games. So this game is called Cloud Control. We just played it a few minutes ago Cloud here control, at the table that we're recording. And as you might be able to guess, you're creating pictures in the clouds.
0: I can't believe no one has done that before. I know. That's like such an like a childhood, yeah, like nostalgic like memory everyone has. Yeah, what does, look like? oh, yeah, like what does that look like? I see a like penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh.
3: Right. Speaking <laughs> of, at the wedding, did you draw any dicks anywhere or anything? You
0: know what? There was a um, a wedding book. Natalie didn't let me go near it. Okay. <laughs> she, <yeah. laughs> she boxed you she, out. Yeah. You were like,
3: yeah, I'm going to yeah. go get a drink of go. water. Yeah. She's like, no, no, don't no, no, no. Don't go near that book. Don't go near that book. Ryan,
1: get away from there. you like, run away.
3: So, yeah, party game, creating pictures in the clouds. Cute theme, cool art. Um, So there are 16 different shapes of clouds, and there's four of each shape. So the shapes could be just like a circle, like two triangles, one triangle, and you just basically have a bunch of shapes, okay? Most of them are connected to one of the edges, so you can try to make these things sort of connect, but the round begins with one player um, drawing a card, and on that card, there's a list of objects. So there's four things on there, each with a point value next to it. For example, you have things like, in, in our game, we had sidewalk, welcome mat, cat, dog, chimney, guillotine... Father. A whole bunch of father mothers <laughs> probably on there somewhere. Yeah. There's three hundred cards, each with four um different words on it. So what is that? Twelve hundred words. That's a lot of that's wow, a that's lot. Nice. I like I, I took these cards out. And I'm like, we don't need yeah. nearly any of right. these cards. So I put ha- Ten like of the majority like of the <laughs> them back in the box. Yeah. But that's great because you're getting variability and if you're playing lots and lots of times, if there's only 30 cards in this box, wait—the
0: two giant stacks we had in the table was not even all
3: of them. That, that was, was a like, third of them. Yeah,
2: there was three stacks. Wow. Yeah, we I put the other ones away because I was
3: stack
0: like, for like 50 games and not mm. see the same
2: card. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: So that's what's great because at some point you'd be able to be like, oh, this is what the bunny looks like. Let me make a bunny like yeah. this. Yeah. Right. But with that many cards, it's insane. Wow. So, and then what you do? There's a 90 second timer. You flip the timer over, and the person who has the card in front of them. Uh, what's nice is the little thing comes with a little stand, so you don't have to keep picking up the card and looking at it. Cool. I like that addition. uh You are grabbing these sixteen different shapes of clouds, and you're organizing them in front of you to make the first picture. And then everybody at the table is trying to guess it. So you're looking at it, and you're like, "Oh, it's a is it a walking path? Is it shoes? Is it a boot? Is it something?" <laughs> and then path. as soon as someone <laughs> guesses, it was. "Oh, it's sidewalk." Okay, good. Then you kind of push those cards aside. You go on the next one, and you try to make those. It's it feels like that theme is kind of, not the theme, but the way that game works is in so many games, right? You're trying to create something everybody's guessing, yep. right? A Pictionary type of game. Um, but this yeah, so you're doing it. with, yeah, this you're doing with, with clouds. With pictures. Um, and you get points. Pick-ass. Every time the, the um, round marker, I guess, goes back to the first player. So every time someone's taken, you've taken one turn all the way around, uh, there's this lightning round. And the lightning round one card gets drawn, and there's a little lightning word at the bottom. And then everybody makes their own version of that word. And then at the table, you kind of vote who you think has the best one. You go around, you explain, like, what the heck it was. And then everybody votes. You can't vote for yourself. You vote for somebody else. Person that, who has the most votes gets a little more points. Again, this is a game where the points don't really matter. Mm. And you just go around uh, twice trying to get people to guess your words using the clouds. And that is, that is it. Simple. Sweet. You want me to start?
0: Yeah, go ahead so start.
3: Start. okay when you start, no, you <laughs> start. You now, now <laughs> you
0: want
2: to go now start who describes it starts okay oh that's what you
3: do that's me that's what you do <laughs>
0: i just go that's all i do I, yeah. I don't ask jeff is kinder than me he just he <laughs> so, asks first
3: look i like i liked the art okay it's very there's not much but the box cover is very cool
0: yeah the box cover and was cool i
3: yeah. think that even just the little cards you can't put too much on them because you need them to be a shape but I thought they yeah, did each enough. Each card
0: like, has to be able to do a million different things. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be
3: able to. It's got to yeah. be simple. So I, I thought there's a, there obviously a ton of playtesting went into what the shape should be and how do those shapes make the words. And I'm, people who are extremely creative could crush this game and do so well. Um, I had fun. It was really fun to just. It was fun guessing. So I went last. So I got to guess twice before it was my turn. And just thinking about how the hell is how the hell am I going to make a pizza? Right. Yeah. And then going. Oh, this is how I do it. Yeah. And, um, or how am I gonna make a guillotine and then figuring it out? And then you guys guessed it. Or, or Natalie making a very obvious sidewalk. The guillotine might have been the best clue. And yeah, then, that was- out of all of us, them. not knowing. What a sidewalk was called, like that—that that, that, that was fun, off, right? It's I'm a like, walking Ugh. path. It's a trail. It's a trail, yeah, obviously. So Natalie so did just mad. fine. So the, that
2: you make me sound like I get pissed it, off at everything. She got so
3: mad. This might be therapy time, Natalie. Yeah. We'll be right back.
2: I'm not a mad person. Yeah.
3: So I think the the evolution of me not going, how the hell am I going to turn these goofy ass shapes into what's on the card? I liked that. It wasn't so obvious right away, and it wasn't the hardest thing I've ever done. Agreed. And I thought it was a great balance of a a challenge and... Oh, I got it. Like I figured it out. I thought that was very cool. Very cool. Um, There are some points that I'm going to agree with, but I don't want to take all the points, so who else wants to go? I want to go...
0: Go for it. We go clockwise, that's what we do. Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> Alright, so the first thing I thought of when this game, uh, when Jeff was explaining the rules it reminded me of a game that we've played before this that came out a few years ago that we liked and played called uh, Pantone. Pantone, yeah. yeah. And with that game it was very similar to this where you have um, words that you're trying to build a picture of with, in Pantone's case, with these Pantone color swatches. Mm-hmm. And this game, um, Cloud Control. Is that was
3: Cloud called? Control.
0: What I liked better, I liked Cloud Control better than Pantone. Pantone was really awesome for its simplicity. Like the box was just that red yeah, it's color cool. swatch, and then it had these it had color great swatches. Idea. in idea, very cool, yeah. and it was even fun. I remember specifically one game we played with Andrew and Cheyenne at, at work, where mm-hmm. Cheyenne was just like. She was incredible with her clues, and it made it more fun seeing somebody Mm -hmm. like when we watched Jeff do the guillotine clue. Yeah. That was kind of like, oh man, how cool is that that something like that can happen? (coughs) So, (coughs) this game, what's different about this game that I liked better in Pantone, you're using the color swatches to build the car. That's all you're doing. You're just like making a, you know, Making a picture with the colors. Yeah. And then hopefully and you've done a good enough job image, that people can see. Right? This game is different because in this game, you can use the cards to animate the pictures that you're making. And that little twist makes all the difference for me in terms of creativity and replayability. For instance, if you have guillotine, how the hell can you make someone know out of just like a rectangle, you know, a triangle piece, a little sickle-shaped piece, and a circle. How are you going to do... It's going to be so hard to do, but the way Jeff did it was he had these cards, he kind of, like, held them upright, and then he took the sickle piece, one at the top, and then just slid it down to the bottom. And that... You guys got, like, a medium. Yeah, it was like, like, oh, it's a guillotine. It's a guillotine. And that was so creative on Jeff's part. And it, like, was exciting... That wow, that is, that can that kind of you stuff made can these, happen. Like,
2: random weird shapes stupid. come to life. It and was like, like yeah. you
0: would never have thought that was anything else when he did that. It was like that's a guillotine, clearly. Mm-hmm. And I that was what okay. So my favorite thing in the world in games is being clever. So my favorite thing yeah. in the world, and in a Clover. game like Code Names, yeah. So Clover, you get those <laughs> opportunities to be Clover, <laughs> <laughs> and with a clue like guillotine or. We've all had we all had Natalie's that boot did that. was funny. Yeah, Natalie it was had mo- you a, were like right, walking like, the boot, doo, 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 right? right? and I had this the welcome one. mat. <laughs> yeah, the welcome mat.
3: Oh, Yeah, <laughs> wel- yeah you had your <laughs> clouds walking on the welcome <laughs> mat, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So, but they all worked, and we all got them. And all of the ones that were the most sticky outy in my memory, sticky outy. <laughs> the ones that stuck out the most were the ones that were manipulated in some way, yeah. where it wasn't just here's the picture. I what made this picture. Is? What yeah. is it? Right, mm-hmm. but then. On top of that, there's this lightning round where you all make the same picture and then you get to go through and explain what your picture is and I found that just as fun. Because that one we were not maybe you can in some instances, but we didn't animate those ones. We just made a picture. And they were all very similar, but there was really it was really funny to be like, yeah. Okay, mine, Jeff's like, Oh, yours looks like you're having a guy having sex with a cat, and it's like, <laughs> Oh no, he's really just <laughs> yeah. giving a shot to this cat and the cat's dead and Here's it's got X's in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or a stethoscope, rather. Yeah, he's got a stethoscope and he's checking to see if the cat's dead. Natalie's like, Mine's a guy looking at a cat. <laughs> yeah. Mine was yeah.
2: giving a shot to it.
0: Yours was the shot. Yeah. And um and it was just really fun to go through. And again, uh, I don't want to say it's not a game because it's a game. There's points, yeah, there's point tokens. Lights. However, yeah. it's mm-hmm. one of those games where it's more, it's almost more fun to not care about the points and just play it.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't like doing the is it a game or is it an activity. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't. Ugh, that's a, you have fun, that, that distinction doesn't it. matter to me. Yeah. It it's a game. <laughs> yeah. It's got points. There's a winner. There's a loser. But even if you don't use the points, it's still just fun to play. Because you are playing it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really fun. It's a fun thing to play. I, I enjoyed it more than I expected to. And I certainly me liked too. it better than a game like, uh, like Pantone, which was also good. But I, I think those are similar enough to compare. Yeah. Uh, what about you?
2: Uh, yeah, I thought it was really fun, too. You know, like you said, there's like other games that we've played that are similar to this, just kind of like the flip and right we just talked about. But the difference for me, and this is just my opinion, this kind of stuff I can play a million different kinds of these and always think they're fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously this one is a little bit different. It's not like super mega lucky box or whatever. Oh shit. (laughs) Where it's like, there's nothing different. So there's definitely like something different about this, but this kind of stuff is just inherently fun. And you know, like I said about, um, so Clover, like I never get sick of this kind of stuff, you know, like putting things together, trying to guess things, doing something that's clever, um so yeah while it's like this light little game and it's quick and it's simple uh we laughed a lot when we played it and yeah you it was know, fun so that makes it worth it i'm not just sitting there crossing off some numbers
1: <laughs>
3: damn
0: jeez, no, she understand. is going damn. after the throat of this
3: game <laughs> this game is um, dead but yeah
2: i mean the same thing as you guys though i i really enjoyed it and and I think anybody who picked this game up would enjoy it too.
0: Yeah, I don't think this is going to be um, a main event at all. No, yeah. you know this isn't even this is not even something I don't think you're gonna like pick to play all the time. Mm-hmm. But this is that this is that game. That is going to fill like, uh, hey, you know, we haven't played in a while. Is is Cloud Control? Right. Yeah. Remember Cloud Control? Let's bust yeah. that out real or quick. Or like, oh, or like
2: a nerd fest. Like, oh, they're finishing up their game. Yeah, we let's got, play some like, Cloud Control 10 real, minutes real quick. To spare. You want to play that? Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. And I think that's what's yeah. good
0: about this game is it doesn't try to be mm-hmm. that. It's just like it's got a little niche that it's going to fill, and there's so there's totally room for games like that.
3: Yeah. There's yes. there's two games there's two games like that that are that I feel like I'm going to bring to game night to again fill that spot and it's this one now cloud control and that game starlink cuz so i think starlink yeah. allows for a different kind of creativity that yeah. i really enjoy totally. um but if i yeah i like this better than pantone i like the moving the the rules kind of talk about it being well, well clouds move so you can move the clouds mm-hmm. right so that's like the, the oh, yeah, theme that i'm like that's perfect animate. so yeah it's uh, it's a winner i think that's the best part opinion. about the game
0: that, the best yeah. part uh, yeah if it yeah, didn't if... have that animation i
3: would not care well, i didn't yeah. think it did and then when i read the rules I was like, okay this makes might it make it better for this me, might and then, ev- and then it did that's everything for me
0: yeah. if it didn't have that right. i would probably do it anyway and it would feel like you know it'd be like oh, yeah. cheating the the fact that it has that makes it go from a game i don't think i'd care about to a game that i do care about yeah mm-hmm. you know agreed sweet All right, so next up is a game that I'm very excited to talk about. This game was atop the BGG hotness for about a week, uh, which caught my attention. It's a little called... Called game? It's a little card game. (laughs) Called. (laughs) It's a little called game. Card renegade. (laughs) (laughs) Regicide. This game appeared on the Shut Up and Sit Down video, Our Five Favorite New Card Games of 2021, which made regicide attend the ascend the bgg hotness in now let me area. ask a question why whenever we
3: whenever we talk about games it doesn't seem to fly up on the bgg yeah, hotness what the hell what shut up and yeah. so you're saying that shut up and sit down and have more listeners than we do and more in an my audience i cannot believe that <laughs> in, what world, no in what world sir in what world they're like some of the funniest human beings they're the amazing they, yeah they're, those guys and i totally lied about one guy being in a movie i you swear did. To God, yeah. I thought one okay. guy was in a movie wins, right? totally lied that's not that's not true at all youtube only no, they have a podcast. And I think too. Kim was so oh, yeah. nice. I think Kim messaged on the Discord and was like, "I tried to look, or I maybe mean, yeah. it wasn't Kim. Yeah. I tried to look. I'm like, you can just tell me I'm fucking yeah, wrong. Like, right. just be like, no, you're really wrong. I would believe but it. they're hilarious.
0: Yeah, he's that kind of guy who's like, he's made to be in front of the camera. So we talk about this sometimes, where it's like you can tell when someone who's creating content should be and should not be they're like
2: an entertainer. Yeah, vibe. Quinns
0: especially, all the guys who are on Shut Up and Sit Down, but Quinns especially is like. A very charismatic, entertaining fella, mm. who you you just kind of this you look at him and he kind of captivates you. He's hilarious. He's real. You believe what he said. Whatever. Well, that's probably a different I just topic. Thought
2: he was an actor. that's,
0: yeah. that's yeah, well, exactly. Like, well, what that's, that's that's yep. my point is is because he basically acts in all of their YouTube videos. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. And he you believe him. He's just really funny Anyway, so yeah, they talked about Regicide on their top five uh, new card games of 2021, and that made me check it out. This game is out of stock at the moment, and I don't think it's going to come back in stock until like the end of the year, which is a huge bummer. But fear not, because this cooperative card game was designed using a standard deck of cards. Yes, if you have a standard deck of cards with the Jokers, you can be playing this game straight away. And that is so fucking cool. A game I'm super excited about using a standard deck of cards, that's just, that doesn't happen. (laughs) How it works is you're working together with up to three other teammates to defeat 12 powerful enemies. The four kings, the four jacks, the four queens, right? Uh, Basically, you'll shuffle up all the kings, place them face down in a pile. Then shuffle up all the queens, place them face down on top of the kings. Then shuffle down, uh, shuffle down, shuffle all the jacks and place them atop the queens. Flip up the top jack. Shuffle the rest of the cards and deal them out depending on the number of players, and away you go. Your goal is to defeat all of the cards. The Jacks have 20 health, deal 10 uh, 10 damage back to you. The Queens have 30 health, deal 15 damage, and the Kings have 40 health and deal 20 back to you. On your turn, you simply play a card on the table in front of you. The number on the card is the attack value. So let's say I play an 8 of spades to the table. I am basically saying that I am going to deal 8 damage to the Jack, which, remember, has 20 health. After I play the card... The suit of the card that I played activates, because each suit has a different power. Hearts takes discarded cards and puts them back in the draw deck. Diamonds draws cards from the draw deck to replenish your hand. Spades reduces the damage dealt by the current enemy when they attack you. And Clubs doubles the attack value of the card you just played onto the enemy. So let's just say I played that eight of spades to the table. The power of the spade would activate, reducing the damage coming back to me that turn. So I deal eight damage to the jack, which now has 12 left. He only now deals two back to me because eight, he does ten attack and eight reduces the damage. uh, The spades reduces the damage by eight. To take damage, you have to discard cards from your hand equal to or greater than the damage dealt. If you ever cannot fully defend the damage coming at you, that's how you lose. Everyone loses the game. It's over right then. So that's my turn. And it would go to the next clockwise player to now play a card, activate the suit power, deal damage, and then get damage. There's a bit more to it. Uh, and how you can play other cards to help you. But in a nutshell, that's the game. So things I liked. There is a lot to like personally about this game. I am very impressed that a really cool, fresh, clever game was designed with just a simple deck of regular playing cards. The rules are so simple that you can teach someone in minutes how to play. And really all that's tricky to remember is how much health the face cards have and how, with the damages that they deal to you and what the suit powers are. But once you play it just a couple times, you memorize that and it's nothing. There's also a free app you can download that quickly tells you all of that and helps keep track of damage and everything. We didn't play with that today when I was, Mm. but there's an app. Yeah. That's cool. It's a very simple game. The game is extremely difficult. We've played a few times and we've gotten the furthest we've gotten is in the middle of the kings, right? Once you get through all the kings, you win. So we've gotten close, but we still haven't won. We still have not won yet. Um, there's a lot of luck involved, obviously, but there's also a lot of strategic things you can do that set, to set yourself up for success. It really feels tense and fun, and you just kind of want to keep playing one more time to get a little bit further if you can. I have no clue how in the hell we're going to win, because <laughs> it just seems <laughs> like almost impossible, but I, it, it's a game that you want to try. Jeff and I talk about this all the time. You do not want to play a cooperative game that you can just, you win all the, even like winning Fifty percent of the time can be a little bit like maybe that's too easy, maybe I'm not gonna yeah. play that. You also don't you want wanna... a cooperative game to pound you into the ground and make you feel like you literally have no shot. Like if we only got through like one or two jacks, that would be like okay, this is too hard. It
3: almost happened. <laughs> yeah, it, but, I mean, and it yes, can happen yeah.
0: because of because of randomness, but it doesn't usually happen, right? And so if that always happened, you know, and you had to get the very best luck possible to get a little further, that would that would be a bummer. That could be a bummer. Um, but again, I cannot wait to try to win this game. Things I did not like. The luck is probably the most obvious thing here. If you get a crappy hand of cards, you can just be completely screwed, which does happen. Uh, but man, the game is fast enough to re-rack it and then try it one more time. Um, I think that's probably my biggest complaint is the ran- is the luck and the randomness because that's you got to get a little bit lucky. Yeah. At times, uh, overall though, I'm very excited about this game. I look forward to uh, to winning finally because I think once we finally win, it's going to be like this momentous occasion. Yeah, because we've played a bunch and lost every time, Yeah, which time. will be cool. And it, it would be like, oh, we yes.
1: Because yes. I,
0: I feel yes. like if we if and when we win. It's not going to be like, oh, well, that was easy. I think it's going to be like, oh, my God, we we did it. Yeah. We drew it that card. It worked
2: out perfectly. It worked out, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I also love that it's a card game that I can teach to anyone. Like when I was taught Euchre, when we were like taught Euchre, right, as kids. Uh, euchre is a regional game around here. It's like think of Spades. If you know Spades, it's sort of similar to that. Um, but Euchre is a trick-taking game, and everybody like in the area knows how to play it. But there's no rules.
1: You you were just, somebody just taught you the game and you
0: just, yeah, you just learned it. This is a game that's like that. It's a regular deck of playing cards that could be a game that's like passed down that -hmm. just becomes a family card. Everybody has those like family card games they play. This could be that because it uses a standard deck of cards and you don't need anything special. Yeah, The only thing you need is the rules. When, and once somebody learns how to play it, you don't need anything else. There's a little player aid I printed off the BGG file section, which helps for now. But after a while, I don't think we're gonna need that. Mm-mm. It's like so simple. You just learn by playing. Um, so I, I loved it. I, I I cannot wait to play it again. I want to play it until we win. Uh, what did you guys think?
2: I also loved it. Clockwise. That's a really yep. <laughs> that's a really big <laughs> statement that you said, <laughs> Ryan.
0: Uh, whoops.
3: I just spilled think he on got his mad board gamer shirt.
2: He went to take a drink. and what do you I really even, think about me? I think he was like five inches from his mouth and he just poured it on his <laughs> shirt.
3: Waterfall, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, continue. Um, where was I? <laughs> no, I loved this game. Um, like a, You
0: said it was uh, a bold statement. That's right. I made. That was a,
2: yeah, it was a bold statement the fact that you compare it to something like euchre and that you could just like teach to like anyone all you need is some cards like that's a big plus for this game to become a game that's well known you know yeah and i mean kind of sucks that all you need is cards and they won't make money on it but <laughs> like
3: not a bad point but by the game <laughs>
2: Yeah, But, at least, it. I mean, even if it got just, if you, all you cared about was recognition or, you know, <coughs> yeah. people to enjoy it, that is, that's true what you said, and that's kind of huge to me. You know, like, Euchre is, like, a game that, like, everybody knows. I mean...
0: As a budding designer myself, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm nothing, right? But as a budding designer, it is way more cool, that's not the word, it's more... It would, be, it would mean so much more to me that my game was out there for everyone and they were playing it, enjoying it, than right. making money I don't out. think anybody's people don't creating get inv-
2: games to like get rich. Yeah,
0: most people don't design games to make. It's more to, to get rich. more because they
2: enjoy it and they want to contribute to the hobby. Right. Um. Anyways, so yes, I loved this game. I thought that it was the perfect challenge, you know, like like you said you can't it's not easy to win it's definitely not easy to win and we haven't won yet Um, (laughs) but that challenge it gets me like it gets me very excited it gets me like like pumped up to like how do we make this work? And I get really, I got really into this game. We played mm. it like three times and like I get really into it and and like you said, unlike, I hate to keep bringing this up, but unlike Super Mega Lucky Unlike game. Super Stupid Box of dumb, <laughs> <laughs> You know, where it's just kind of just like, okay, the whole time. This, for me, felt emotional, you know, like, oh, like, oh darn, we were so close. i like, oh, we're yeah. not going to win this. Like, I got like into it and like emotional about it. Yeah. And, and to me, that means that this was something that like really hit for me. Yeah, um, and I typically don't like you know the randomness in games. We always count that as like a negative. But for some reason in this game, that does not bother me. I don't know if it's just be. I don't really know why. I haven't really like dug into that yet. But it doesn't bother me. Um, it it reminds me of not the randomness, but just the game in general. It reminds me of um, the the. Reason I like Codenames Duet so much mm-hmm. is where it's cooperative, and but it's like definitely a challenge. It's not an easy game to win, and so it just makes me want to play over and over and over yeah, again until and beat we the game. And that's the same exact kind of feeling I have with this game. And you know how much we love Codenames Duet mm, a lot. Um, and how
3: much you hate super dumb box I
2: super know. idiot super
3: mega box. stupid box <laughs> a spectacularly shitty Ugh. game <laughs> sorry Gamer we still love um, you and if you're listening we would love the
2: sponsor <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. me it's not, not right. <laughs> don't get mad at him um, you can get mad at him yeah or... yeah 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 so I really like this game a lot um I wish I could like figure out why the randomness doesn't bother me in it, but it just doesn't. I think it's just like you have to expect that that's going to happen. I mean, you're picking up random cards and it just has to work out perfectly. it's a card game. And it doesn't bother me that you it doesn't. You know that's going yeah, to be there. Yeah, it's just a card game. And
0: it's- it uses the standard deck of cards. So you're probably ingrained to think like all these other games you've played... That,
3: that's just what you deal with. Right, in yeah, those I kinds guess even
2: like Euchre, you know, like I might just yep, draw I got nothing a shitty but nines hand and, and I can't do anything good or whatever. Yeah, that's And that's it's also point.
3: the next time you pick up a card, it might be the best. The next exactly. time you pick up a card, it could be <laughs> worse. Oh, right. we can just survive this you know? turn. right? Yes, now I got this, this also, diamond like, that refills you, our hand when up. When
2: you lose too, it's almost, it feels better that we like didn't necessarily like do something wrong. It's more just like, like, oh, I I have to... Yeah, just unluckily... I'm going to get attacked for 15 and my entire hand adds up to seven. Like, there's nothing I can do. Darn. All right, let's try again, though. You know, like, maybe... Because I know for a fact, next time, that exact situation is not going to happen. Maybe it'll be a different situation and we'll get farther or... Well, we had
0: this really cool moment in the game, too, where we thought we were... And I can let Jeff talk about this a little more, but we thought we were dead. And it was like, fuck. And then we there was this rule that we hadn't played with before because we hadn't played a three-player game yeah. and it was like oh wait but this rule applies to this card <gasps> now and then we made it almost to the end yeah and that was the catalyst so jeff what did uh what did you think
3: i liked it <laughs> let me expand so i agree with everything you guys said like the randomness doesn't bother me uh, i like that you can just play it with a deck of cards i think the next deck of cards that I get will just be dedicated to this game, mm-hmm. right? I will maybe put it that. in, you know, I, I liked that gigantic box of card games that Ryan has. Maybe I take a deck of cards and just slot it yep. in there and that becomes... That's the regicide. That's the yeah. regicide game. And with co-op games, there's a moment that I like that... There's two moments that I really enjoy in co-op games. One is we're almost dead and then we didn't die. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Where... Yes, I was very close to dying, but yes, we played the Joker and I was allowed to kind of skip my turn right. and and then there's another moment that happened when Ryan took his turn and Allie took his turn after that because I was essentially dead. If the turn got back yeah. to me, we lose. Yeah. We lose. So there's a moment in co-op games that I kind of like to call like the I got you moment. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, we had that a couple times where, you know, Ryan was like, oh no, I need to discard two cards or three cards. And then it was kind of like I got you, like yeah. Natalie and I got cards that to help that can yeah. help yeah, so you, right? Back come to you, back to it. You're gonna be okay again. Yeah, yeah and I like yeah. that. I like that instead of just knowing the impending doom and then right. having right. to like take it out. turns for no reason, yeah. right? And this game had a lot of that, and it had a lot of opportunities to be to get your to, to get your your get your partners like back to where they need to be to yeah. like be successful. And then I also thought that my decisions in my hand weren't as obvious as I thought at the beginning. Sure, were. I, I had different choices of what, what power do I want to combine with what and what power can I use and, you know, the card flip yeah. of like, oh, shit, now I can't use this power, so what do I do? Um, that helped versus when I'm playing a game like Euchre, I've played Euchre so many times that I know what I should be playing at every point in time yep. when right. I play no U- Euchre. No, no matter other what other hands yeah. you have. And yeah. maybe you get point. to a point in this game like that, but probably not. Yeah, because it's going to be different with the way that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree no, with you. No, no, yeah.
2: that, that's a super good point.
0: Super yes. good. Super,
3: about
2: mega, super me- mega good. Super point. mega good about, point. About the, <laughs> that's a spectacular yeah. <laughs> how to play the cards in your hand. I mean, that's just another thing that makes it so cool. I know that the actual game isn't like actual playing cards, but the fact it that is, we're playing much. it really yeah. just with different like artwork and stuff. Yeah, like
0: yeah. on the rules yeah. here, you can like you can see right there, that's what the game yeah. looks yeah. like. So it but even like, has those so it's like a three of like, spades with an archer. Right, on. like the mm-hmm. fact that yeah. you're
2: giving like the typical like the hunk. The playing cards Symbols, powers, and then the fact that you're like, you have this hand and you're like, have to figure out how to play these cards because like Jeff said, it's not obvious. So like, you know, you just kind of got to like do what you have to do in the moment, but also like not totally screw your hand over if possible or maybe you have to. It's just like, there's so many things like going through your head with just like these six playing cards, which is like crazy to me um, that somebody came up with a game like this. And Agreed. Um. Yeah, the fact that like maybe like you played this card for this power, but then you have to throw away some other cards to block damage, and you're like, I don't want to throw these away because they could be so good, but yes. I have no other choice, and it's just like ah.
0: That yeah, that's a that's a great point because that happened to me a lot in almost yep. every play where I'm like, shit, I got to absorb six damage. And I don't have a card that's just value six. So I'm going to have to get rid of like a six and a four. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, this six is a diamond those. that could draw us yeah. cards. But I have right. to, if I don't do that, then I'm getting rid of a nine or a 10, which right. I don't want to do that because then I got to use. But then so you got yeah, to like you're going to be going
2: through this deck over and over. So like you're going to get some good stuff back. You, you, you got to just yeah. do what you got to do. And yeah.
0: It it's- gave a lot of cool moments. I really enjoyed it. I think if you have a deck of cards, Go to the BGG file section and print off the rules here. Um, and I will even say, you know, when this comes out uh, and it's more readily available, it's going to be cheap enough that I probably might. I might pick up a copy mm-hmm. to support these guys. Um,
2: yeah, you should support somebody who thought of a game. But like this. <laughs> if you're looking to play
0: something like this, I think it's worth go dig out a deck of cards, a normal deck of cards that has jokers. Go to the BGG file section, print off the rules, print off the little player aid and start playing this because it is really good Mm -hmm. it's really good so that is regicide um if you are ever looking to support us maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our patreon page there are four different tiers which will get you access to behind the scenes content exclusive content content ahead of time you will also get swag that nobody else has access to and the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to we have amazing patrons. Thank you all so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that gym gamer sex doll Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to Patreon.com forward slash The Gamecasters. Sounds so sexy. To help out,
3: <laughs> doesn't it? It comes with a voice box. A
0: gym gamer. Yeah. Right. Oh, right there. Oh.
3: Yeah. No. Oh. That yes. hurts. faster it's it's wonderful right
0: (laughs) i'd like to now talk to you all a moment about the gateway board gaming network which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the gateway network on instagram the sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out if you go to the gateway network website you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well they're all amazing people who produce fantastic content it's very exciting doing also a large part to our merch store yes we have merch merchandise which you can find at thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store there you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members we have a brand new logo that we just created that is up there and ready for you to go uh it looks great buy and yes we love it i'm biased too but i think it looks fantastic so today i'd like to specifically highlight a podcast that was born out of the gateway network Yes, the Gateway is a proud father of the Better Board Games podcast hosted by McKay, the board game critic, and Evan of Being Friends, who are two members of the Gateway Network. This podcast is full of regular discussions that make you a better gamer and a better human being. They discuss everything from honesty, fairness, and mechanics, balancing, to inclusion, and how to prioritize your board game selection on your limited budget. They've got eight episodes now, which should be enough to whet your appetite for more. And while you're waiting for the ninth episode, why not go check out The Board Game Critic and Being Friends, which you can find on thegatewaynetwork.com. So whatever kind of content you're looking for, The Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. The GameCasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough GameCasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash GameCasters and give us a follow and a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games Play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do. Twitch.tv forward slash GameCasters. But possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the GameCasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our Discord server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. We're in there all the time. Uh, Natalie, Jeff, and I are constantly talking with everybody. It's a pretty lively place. You know, it's very active. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And it's just a, a great time to meet um, and hang out with other gamers, right? So we're doing things a little different this episode. Choo, choo, oh. Typically. <laughs> Sorry. Well, typically we do an Instagram inbox right now, or we go to the Board Game Beatdown or Natalie's Nook. We are hybriding Natalie's nook into the top five this episode. So we're going to leapfrog over the game of the episode to get to those. So we're going to start with the game of the episode. And it is everyone's favorite time of the show where we get to watch Natalie ramp up into a...
1: As
0: we play the game I prepare when I have no time to prepare. Which is what I call this game. So we're going to put three minutes on the clock. And Jeff is going to try and get Natalie to guess all the games on this list in three minutes. We've never done it. This is Regicide, oh where we'll one day we'll get there. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: we've gotten so close fun. before.
3: Another one, another one. Is <laughs> another so one. Another essential. <laughs> another essential. Another essential. Another, another essential. one.
1: Another
2: essential. Um, can you see
3: this, Jeff? <coughs> I can see that.
2: Yeah. I them, cannot. If we get move it, more it more all, are we going to um, retire it?
3: Wow! Wow! Are we gonna get rid of this dumb game? Yeah, what is this game stupid called? Game super Mega Super, super Mega, mega dumbass game! I fucking Oh, good. I We're like playing this super game. Super Mega Lucky yes. game. Okay, so okay, Jeff's indicative.
0: game store is going to tank and yeah. go no, under. No. Super Mega Lucky Box fucking sucks. And let's get
3: rid of this stupid ass game. We already got yeah. rid of board gamer, like game. gamer bullshit. Board gamer bullshit gone. Anything with me. riddles gone. You Anything with this one gone.
2: I like this <laughs> game. I was just trying to like. Okay.
0: Let's retire take it. So
2: long that we have to retire. No, this
0: is the best game ever for when um,
2: yeah. I don't have a like, ton of time to prepare. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's never. fun. Are we ready? What's going to happen oh, is Jeff boy. is going to try to get Natalie to guess thirty games in three minutes time. Oh. He can say whatever the fuck he wants, Ooh. outside of the name of the game itself name of the game and we're gonna try to get, I think the most we've, we've gotten like 27 yeah, or something we've gotten, we've gotten,
1: gotten I don't, I don't really one. close yeah another essential.
0: alright are we ready for this I'm gonna start the
3: timer on your marks okay. get set go it's a very interactive game about like a haunted house sort Mansons of match madness. madness this is Ryan's favorite Uve game Caverna uh, okay okay well. this is your time of the month
2: blood rage okay cooperative
3: <laughs> cooperative trick-taking with space there's a space man on the cover The crew okay this is about time travel it's a time travel game we have these cool like no. no i'm a past this okay. is okay. has beautiful dice in it
2: uh sagrada uh mm-hmm.
3: another one of ryan's favorite games with aliens
2: A uh, cosmic encounter yes. yes
3: this is the game that uh, we quoted as it's magic and it has all these little uh, fluffy balls and you would oh, take the them fuzzies. and then correct uh, this is the pirate game that we played in my base round. Forgotten on yeah, Correct. This is the dice rolling game about going to loss.
2: Lo- lo- uh, Lords of Vegas. Correct. Yeah, this
3: is the game you just played over there about a, uh, at Ben and M's with the... Skull King? The shape.
2: Oh, So Clover? Yeah. Correct.
3: Uh, this is the game we literally just played with a deck of cards.
2: Re- Regicide. This is the
3: game you just said a second ago that Ryan gets Skull anxious King. about. Correct. This is the game you played at Ben and M's and did not like so much. Dice Throne. Correct. Ryan's favorite game of all time.
2: Star Wars Destiny. Correct.
3: The first game you said, but say it... Another time. The About the Haunted House game.
2: Mansions of Madness. Correct. Okay.
3: This is my favorite Feld game with Arondel.
2: Trajan. This Correct. is
3: another Feld game with, uh, there's like a map and there's a cube Amerigo. tower. Correct. Okay. This is a game that has, it's shaped like a, a sign that you have to <laughs> nice. pause at. Can't stop. Yep. Nice. Uh, Correct. This is a Ryan's intro game with tiles and you're making castles and fields and farms and it paths and roads game. and it's, it's like created the meeple. Okay, this is your favorite game where we, like, we say the same word at the same time. Medium. Correct. Okay, this is the one uh, where you're changing the cards and you're playing these trick-taking games. You love it. You, like, have these things, you slide them into the things. Oh, uh, Custom Heroes. Correct. Your favorite version of this very popular game. It's a two-player version of...
2: Codenames Duet. Correct.
3: This is your favorite um, Feld game.
2: Um... Of this is
3: one of the ta-t-t-t-ta-ta-ta games.
2: Tetris, correct.
3: Uh, <laughs> this is the game that I love that you played about two rounds of, and you were like, "Nah, I don't really want to play it." And I played it like a couple times and really love it. Destiny, correct. But, uh, this is one of your favorite games of all time, where we talked about it last episode. It's got a bunch of tiles, and you're moving around the tiles to do different things. You thought coffee was involved or cocoa beans oh, or something. It's simple, correct. Uh, this is the Indiana Jones game.
2: Uh, Lost ruins of Art. correct.
3: This is a bag builder. You're reaching in the bags. on. I- correct. And then. Uh, the, the first game you said, but say it one more time. The Ninja Haunted is House. Of-
0: you got two more. You got two more. You got 30 seconds. Uh, which so, one's that Go nice? all, all the way up to the top.
3: Uh, this okay, ti- there's a time travel game. There's these little, like, cool, like, uh, kind of plastic bots you, like, put your people in and move. And you can oh. go back and, like, borrow resources. Uh, it's a Mind Clash game.
2: Nope.
3: No. 15 seconds. Oh, What's
2: the oh, other
3: one? Oh, is it, um. The other one is no. here. Oh, okay. This, this other one. It's the name of a city. It's Ryan's, like, intro game. He had the big box version of it. There's time. I don't know how best to explain. Time!
1: That. Uh, oh, oh no!
0: That was so close! Anachrony oh. and Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Oh, oh. oh
2: man! Uh, so I thought you uh, had anachrony. it for sure. I know. I thought you had it when for you, sure. You were fucking one, I killing I knew, it. I just couldn't think Ugh. of which game. Like. I only oh, played that once. So so I'm like, there's I all these games and that, I haven't been played it. that I forgot about. Yeah. Damn, you uh, were so close. 28. A new 28.
3: Record,
0: That's your That's new record. Close. Yeah, it's the new record. Oh. I thought nice we were job. Out of Good roll. job. We you were rolling. You had we were it. Rolling. For some reason, you stopped that car. I don't know why you couldn't get Carcassonne. I don't know either. It just happens. You just, yeah. Your brain doesn't right, just think that way. You're trying it.
3: to think about a million games all the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were like, boom, boom,
0: I boom, know. boom. It was funny when Jeff was like, because I wrote Manchester Madness, the Madness again, Manchester the Madness again. That was again. confusing
2: me. I'm like, there's no way this. I don't but even it know.
0: didn't confuse me. I you. couldn't say the word again. <laughs> you yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah. Look,
2: <laughs> well, like, Every time he's like, you, you say this one again, I'm like,
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, but you said it immediately. You did it. there was no if were like Mansions of Madness, and then he was like, yeah, and he's going next to next clue. And as he's going to the next clue, she's looking at me like, what the fuck is this? Kind of stupid. Why oh, did you write I did this? Why did you I write it twice? You,
2: look it? you <laughs> so
1: looked at
0: me. <laughs> Why did you write this game? We twice, did good. That, good. Shit? that That was amazing. Fantastic. We don't have to retire it, Jeff. Yes.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we would have got the okay, 29 with like Joe's a minute hard. left, I'd have yeah. been like,
3: uh, no clues. don't <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. It's a game. It's in a box. Figure it out. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's directions. She got rules. She got rules
0: in it. Components.
3: Oh, it's once again
0: time for the old nook to creak its way open and spew forth its knowledge liquid. <laughs> 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 knowledge liquid. Ew. Yuck. What do you have for us in today's Natalie's Nook. Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You've stepped inside of Natalie's Nook. Nook.
2: Today on Natalie's Nook, I wanted to talk about, kind of do like a Gen Con preview slash what we're looking forward to before we go to Gen...
0: Oh, that was like Hype. Oh, oh hey hey sorry. I thought you were like
2: stop. Ooh, hey hey, no, hey, no, hey no. Knock no no knock it off. I wouldn't that. Hey hey, hey hey no. <laughs> I wouldn't have hey, said hey, that. Hey 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 hey. Cut that shit out. Hey, hey. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> well like, it didn't sound hey, hype hey, and hey. you're just like hey 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 <laughs> hey hey. I wouldn't say it like that.
0: I'd be like hey guys can we stop for a second? Hey 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 you you knock it off. That's like what my dad used to do if I was like getting like mouthy. Hey 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 hey.
2: You're like oh oh sorry. Oh man. god. All right continue Gen Con preview. Yeah, Gen Con preview. Uh, we're leaving for Gen Con in like three days. We're very excited. Three
0: days? Is it three days? Well, so Today's
2: applause. Sunday and we're leaving Thursday bright and early. So how, many,
3: how many nights? Brighton? Okay. We're leaving in Brighton? Guess, like four <laughs> days. I want to go to Brighton.
0: I <laughs> know. Hey, Damn it. Can we just leave from here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to just like have a little discussion. I know that okay. Jeff had saw seen something. Um, he saw a scene. Shut up. On Facebook, where somebody was like, I want to hear about some Gen Con preview stuff, but I can't find anything. And I thought, like, well, maybe we could provide that. And we charge $6. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, there's
3: no way
2: that
0: was There's that. no way. <laughs> there's no way. Um, That's funny,
2: though. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you better start listening. We have paid $6 like we for could that. Do <laughs> <laughs> Like a, like a, just a little discussion for maybe anyone who doesn't really know what's on about Gen Con, like what it's all about, um, what we're looking forward to, how it's going to be different this year, how what we're looking forward to is different than any other year. Um, and then the next podcast that we do will be after Gen Con and then we could just share a ton of shit about what happened at Gen Con and our experience. So
0: hopefully there's a ton of shit to share. God,
2: I'm
3: sure there
0: will be four days of
2: stuff. Like I'm sure the way that we all talk, we're going to be able to talk about it for hours. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so anyways, one big thing that's very different than the other years. Well, there's two big things one is it's always in the beginning of august and it got moved this year to mid-september um which is kind of weird it kind of sucks for all the teachers out there yep um and you know people who have kids going to school and blah 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 so that's a big difference not a huge deal but that's something that's never happened before at least since we've been going to gen con and then the other thing is that i'm sure everybody knows this already but we're gonna have to wear masks the entire time which is fine um at, at first they were saying it's yeah it's a bummer I mean, it's but a bummer. at first they were saying if you're vaccinated you don't have to but now they're saying everybody story right um, call i yeah, think i would i right think call. i probably would have done yeah. it either way so we're gonna be wearing masks which but it's a bummer is, which is fine um another thing i read that is they're gonna they have like capped attendance i'm not even sure if it sold out this year you know so i think in the prior years there was tons Tons of people there. Like, yeah, it
0: was like 60,000 plus would go through. Yeah, the so
2: I, we're really curious to see how much less people there might be compared to other years um, because of, you know, the mask requirement and, and the pandemic and all that stuff. Um, there's a couple thing. Well, just in general, just to give you like a general idea of Gen Con. It is fucking enormous.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, yeah. We... When we go there,
2: we do like 1% of what there is to do there. There's like, all we ever do really is like go to the vendor hall, which is huge. huge. And we literally spend all four days in the vendor hall going to all the booths. It has different publishers. You can test games. You can buy games. There's art that you can buy. There's like... Like costumes you can buy. There's dice and there's anything you could Bath possibly you think, think of that relates. Well, we you, go. you won't use them. There. They're yeah. nice in
3: there if you ever want to go. I've yeah, never tried it out. Yeah, I should. They are yeah. very. They're pretty good. Um, <laughs>
2: and then, so but that's what we spend all our time doing. um But there's a million other things that you can do. They have like costume contests. They have um all these different rooms where people can go and play games they have there was like one room that had like like a game full of like arcade or room full of arcade games Mm -hmm. that we've seen just passing by there's i was just looking through like the events page there's a million events you know there's different things like people like have talks you can just sign up and go listen to them for free and maybe it's publishers maybe it's just experts on certain topics and you can just go hear them talk about different stuff related to games one of our friends lydia all the world's a stage she's gonna be talking um at gen con about a couple different things i think um which is super cool very cool um so just things like that i mean you will never ever ever run out of something to do there i also just read that there is a block party that I think there's always a block party, but, like, they're making it bigger this year because I think they want to have, like, more stuff outside Yeah, I think to encourage some outdoor pandemic. stuff. Yep. Um, so they're making the block party, like over a bigger street area than ever before i just also looked at the list of food trucks that i was scrolling on and on and on and on there was only one i'm going to to be like a hundred food different food trucks really i mean i don't think they're all at the same time like some are like from like five to ten at dinner time some are during like breakfast time some are whatever (laughs) um just one thing to note i'm sure you've if you've heard us talk about general before you've heard about this, but our favorite food truck, Island Noodles. Island Noodles. Island we noodles. literally eat that every day for lunch because it's the best <laughs> the thing ever, yep. and we only ever get it at Gen Con, so we got to take advantage. If you're going to
0: Gen Con, don't get Island Noodles so the line can be yeah. shorter. Yeah. For the time. line is very,
2: its by far the longest line there, but it's fast and it's, it's worth so it. So if it was good. possible,
3: I would go get. It is possible. Get <laughs> Island Noodles. <laughs> yeah, take my Island Noodles to the back of the line of Island Noodles. Eat, eat it. so the it. I have you're a done, second Island Noodles when I go so back. So freaking
2: in. good. Um,
3: it's amazing. Yeah, There's another amazing.
2: thing that I just read too. That they were they're premiering an official beer of Gen Con. They do this every year. They do? Yeah. Oh.
3: oh. Ryan can try. So well, this yeah, is it. called the Genevieve. <laughs> I will. I'm which, gonna get. Which, you know, but like, up. Yeah. doesn't
2: that tell you how like big this thing is? Like, they're like creating a beer just for this like one it's a year event. Well,
0: they do it because you mean you know that's gonna help the bars. Yeah. Because the bars will then serve okay. this drink, that yeah. everyone goes to that's um, there specifically for Gen Con.
2: Yeah. So I mean, that is just like gen con in a tiny nutshell you know oh, there's this, so much this more. thing is huge there's so much more stuff yeah. that i didn't even say because i probably don't even know well there's
0: also a lot of stuff that usually is there like true dungeon which is like an escape room meets dnd and they're not that they're not there yeah, i think they this do year. all these
2: contests and stuff yeah, there's a million there's
0: events they, that are oh, going on there's just all the time so much stuff big auction
2: on.
3: that a lot of people go yep, to auction yep. stuff um, math um, trades
2: right right so um another thing is, <laughs> I feel like this year, and you guys can you know, add in whatever you think, I'll but we'll, um, for this year, I feel to like soon. this is gonna be different for us. Usually we go there and we're just like, games, 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 games. But this is the first year, because last year it was canceled, that yeah. we feel like we are like, we've made a lot of friends on Instagram through the podcast we've got you know the podcast is right now i mean i wouldn't say we're like huge at all but like we're the biggest that we've ever been we have the most listeners that we've ever had you know we have the most new instagram friends you know we have the gateway network where there's other content creators that we're getting to know really well and so this is the first year where we're going to gen con not just for games but to finally meet some of these people that we've met Online, in person, and so like that's one see thing I'm face. really excited about, you know, to like actually like see these people we talk to all the time, right?
0: Make them feel awkward in person <laughs> yeah. instead yeah. of just over. So a, I think yeah. that's
2: so cool. Like for just a few that I know off the top of my head, like Chris Charity Board Gamer is going to be there. Being Friends Official, Fantasy, and some flights, um, Main Street Meeple, who are people we just kind of became friends with, we're going to like meet up with them there. Um, so like, I'll be
3: there. Joe. You're gamer. going? Dave. Oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: right. To the Gamecasters Dragon will be there anything. in,
0: like, we'll be like a a, a, a br- walking abreast with our Gamecasters yeah. swag. Yeah, so so we'll look see for us. We're going to
2: be wearing, yeah, Gamecasters shirts, which may have the old logo or the new logo. <laughs> um, It'll be a mix. But, you know, just look for Ryan's Beard, you know what he looks like. Look for Ryan's look for beard. My beard. You'll be wearing a if mask. If you find my beard, you can you'll be get wearing them. a mask. We'll yeah. be wearing yeah, masks. So it'll be hard. So just look for our shirts. If you he's you got a mask three... with his
3: beard yeah. on it. Yeah. So if before see, he goes, like, he's gonna yeah. shave his beard and stick it on the mask.
2: Yeah. If you see two guys and a girl all wearing Gamecasters shirts, <laughs> then it's probably us. Come say hi. It's we like, made us. some buttons.
0: If it's not us, I will be the happiest man in the world. If it's not us, find us. Introduce us. If there's two guys and a girl walking around wearing Gamecaster's gear and it's not us, that's that's incredible. That's pretty cool. We were gonna have a ton of buttons. Yeah, we're Go gonna ahead. make some and Stickers.
2: We have some stickers, you know, that we'll hand out. Um, we just honestly want to like meet anybody that knows us. Yeah, <laughs> we're come excited introduce to meet people. Oh yeah, Bonzinator. Yeah, going um, will she's be there. there she so We're gonna try to like meet yep. up with her. Um, and then what was the other thing? Oh yeah, and then another thing this year too. Is, another thing. <laughs> and another we're, one like, another for, thing. for Jeff to talk about, but I'll just like mention it real quick. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> is is like we've you know he's kind of like made some things uh some appointments to, to like meet with publishers because he's been reviewing a lot of games in the last couple of years basically since we've gone to gen con you probably didn't really do yeah, this no. before and so now you have like
3: i didn't a even have like an like account. meet publishers Barely.
2: or know people from these places and and so there's like it's pretty cool how our our i don't even know what to brand. say brand
3: boom how
2: like our our like brain that wasn't good, I don't, know. Wasn't good I don't know the Be word quiet it's cool that like we us no used, used to, talk. to go there as just like oh we love games and now it's kind of like it's different it's,
0: games it's love like, so, us there's yes.
2: so much no there's just like more yeah. to it come now. take
0: pictures with us we'll sign autographs
2: <laughs> you know bow
0: yeah. down yes no there's like an yes. added like Agree. dimension that wasn't there before another yeah. dimension and
2: I'm excited <laughs> To see how that goes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys talk yes. All, All right, God, okay. yay! All right. Yes.
3: Webster's Dictionary defines Gen I was Con. Say that. <laughs> Established in nineteen sixty eight as
0: Lake Geneva War Games Convention by Gary Gygax, who later co-created Dungeons and no, Dragons. Gary Gen Con. Gary Gurgich, yeah. Jerry. Larry. Barry. <laughs> Gen, <laughs> Gen Con was first held in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. So that's how Geneva Convention. Boom. Gen Con gets its name. I wrote the convention all that was moved. I'm sorry, you did? You had no, that all written up? I did, but who cares? You can read it. You can do it. <laughs> I, Let's I do it together. The convention was. was moved to various uh, locations. From 1972 <laughs> to 1984, before becoming fixed in Milwaukee, <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> in nineteen eighty five, where it remained until moving to Indianapolis, Indiana in two thousand and three. Other Gen Con conventions have been held sporadically in various locations around the U.S. as well as internationally, which I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. In nineteen seventy. 76, Gen Con became the property of TSR Inc., which was the game company co-founded by Gary Gygax. I didn't realize he was this involved yeah, he was, in yeah. the
3: creation of it. I knew it started more as like war Game-y, like that yeah. kind of stuff through the 70s, but that's yep. cool that he was the guy.
0: Yep. Uh, they were then acquired by Wizards of the Coast in 1997, which uh, subsequently got acquired by Hasbro. So Hasbro then sold Gen Con back to the former CEO of Wizards of the Coast, Peter Adkinson, in 2002. And they also spent um, a short time under Chapter 11 bankruptcy Hmm. due to a lawsuit brought against them by Lucasfilm star wars god company. damn it oh, really? george lucas in 2008 weird george, like right?
3: george what what 5? year was that did that happened 2008 like george fucking wow. lucas didn't have enough money he in 2000 Gen 2008 he had why. to go
2: this little board gaming community board alone. i
0: wonder why he did that too but the organization then emerged jerk, from bankruptcy a protection jerk. a year later while still holding its regularly scheduled events and is now larger than ever
3: this is all from wikipedia yeah, which as you know, is 100%. so there's a couple things. Just like <laughs> as you scroll down Wikipedia, I looked at kind of some of the attendance thing. So the, in 1968, the first attendance, twelve. Wow, twelve people, which is <laughs> kind of cool. Twelve people. Yeah. So again, it's like got to start 000. somewhere, right? We got to <laughs> start somewhere. And as it like grew in Indianapolis, I so about I went back about 10 years ago. You're getting somewhere between 30 and 40 thousand people. Yeah. So the growth in 40 years is nothing compared to the growth in the, in the last... last. Like, you know, yeah. how crazy it's yeah. doubled in, yeah. in, in a very short period of yeah. time.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought
3: that was pretty cool. That
0: is
2: cool. That's telling about the hobby.
0: Oh, another cool thing that we didn't talk about. So this happens every year. There's this thing, it's called um, Card Hall, I think they call it. It's where, like, these kids... Oh. I think it's these kids. There has a section in, in Gen Con, uh, like, in the lobby of the... Yeah, it's, like, right in the front of the doors, convention almost. center. These kids take these magic cards, and they just create... These like huge buildings
3: Mm -hmm. and this like giant city they called Card Hollow, I
0: think is what they call it and then on Sunday morning and you
3: could like if you wanted to go in like if if Jeff Madigan wanted to go in there I could just go in there there and and start building building stuff and Mm -hmm. so people just donate a bunch of old magic cards because some of them are just garbage you just turn them right and then on
0: Sunday morning I think it is. I think so. You can stop by. You take pennies and then you you just destroy it. Yeah. Everyone like stands there and they launches they launch pennies at this thing to <laughs> knock all the cards down. And it's I'm making it sound like this. It, it is like awe inspiring. Yeah. yeah. How it's huge, huge this gets. It's really cool to just stand there for a bit and just kind of watch it being assembled.
3: I believe, I might be wrong, but all the money that is thrown at that is then donated to some local kids' charity That's thing. Yeah, I don't, know, I think you're I don't right. know if every it's year it's the same one, yeah. but it's very cool they collect all the like, money. Bills at it? I'm sure they get people that put money somewhere, <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah. just like <laughs> make a paper airplane <laughs> and try, to, and try you... to fly it in there. <laughs> Back from whence you came.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's even like painting, like mini painting. I yeah, there's like... Was, I have. was wondering if you guys so were going to
3: try to do that. Because I know there was one, we met really somebody uh, a few years ago. And you guys knew him, I think, yeah, from, from the, from the local oh, yeah, game and store. Yeah. And, and he won. And he's like, yeah. a, it was like speed was so painting, cool. right? Where, you yeah. know, Natalie is much faster yes. at painting, right? So she yes. might be able to just, like do something like that. But these minis that people were creating in a short period, in 10 minutes, Amazing. were incredible. incredible. And then, yeah. yeah, like how cool is that? And that's something that I would, I'm never going to go into that room. But so many people are. And that's something else you can do at Gen Con. You can go buy right, used there's games something at that. Literally there's...
2: for everybody. Actually, there's like a million things for everybody. Like there's so You can
3: go play a massive robo rally.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope
3: that's there again. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, or, or
2: we're a massive, there for four uh, whole days, basically, and like you need to be there for like two weeks to like even if you want get, to see it all. Uh, yeah, what we
0: love about it the most is the vendor hall because we're yeah. excited about the actual games right. yeah. part and the new games come out and that like excites us because we like cult the new stuff here. But if you just don't, if you want to like experience the entirety of the convention, there's way more to it than just the vendor
2: right. Hall. And lot, I mean a lot. We don't even go there to play games. i mean, like we'll play games. Um, in the vendor hall to like maybe test them out or like try something out, see if if we like it before we buy it, or just to like do a demo or whatever. But like other people just go there to like play games, meet new people, play games with their friends, like at a convention. And we don't even (laughs) do that. But that's like, I think that's a thing (laughs) that a lot of people want (laughs) to do. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like um, what we would do. That's what we would do at Grand Con because Grand Con's so small. So we would just go there to play games all weekend but at gen con we don't we only play games like at night in the airbnb that that's not just like demoing or like testing out a game or whatever yeah
3: yeah because i just love like taking it in like walking into the vendor hall for the first time if you're planning on going to gen con for the first time whether you do all this other amazing stuff whether you do the painting or the auction or the true dungeon if that's there walking into the vendor hall for the first time and again this year being a little different because we're masked up attendance is capped at a certain amount Mm -hmm. but watching that wave of people at 10 a.m yeah yeah yeah, going at 10 a.m when those doors open or nine whatever it was in the Mm past watching them just like wave in or everybody like counting down like even the, the people like that work for the the indianapolis convention center that are standing by the doors to like I'm doing air quotes, but check your ID when you come. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, they can't yeah. possibly check the amount of people, the badge that right. walks in. But just that they're counting down, and that everybody is also counting down. That everyone's there for the fun experience, that yeah. experience. And then there are also just as many people up top videotaping all those people walking yep. Yep. in. We,
0: we've been we've been on both sides, both sides, waiting
3: <laughs> yeah. to go. This is the game that I want, and yep. the hunt, there, the yeah. hunt for that first game is fun.
0: Yeah, getting those quackspits was really cool.
3: Yeah, and then mm-hmm. seeing everybody else doing the same thing. Um, it's also an amazingly well-ventilated place. Yeah, Um, you would not believe. You throw 70,000 people into, again, it's a massive, massive building and room, but you Mm -hmm. put that many people in a room, you think it might get hot, stinky, and it doesn't, No, which is amazing. How it doesn't, I don't know, but it's like, yeah, Yeah. the air seems to move. It feels like, it doesn't feel stale. Yeah, Yeah. and I have rarely run into someone or had conversations with people when I've been at Gen Con who are like, curmudgeon right? Everyone's yeah, happy to be there. Seems, and I think that even yeah. masked up this year, and even with, you know, some anxiety of of COVID and all this kind of stuff, I think people are going to be happy to just be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to do that. I'm excited for meetups. I think that's gonna be really fun yes. to, to meet people that we've met on Instagram and also to um, talk to some publishers and talk to some, some people who work in the industry and just kind of like, see what they do and see you know how we can help as as content yeah. creators and i'll let ryan talk about something soon i um, can't wait the stickers and buttons i'm pumped for so i have like i bought <laughs> hundreds of stickers for everyone um, yes and at <laughs> some oh, man, point they're so cool so i'm gonna way. like I, ryan on the or natalie on the instagram account or on the Gamecasters account will probably go live at some time i'll go live on my Mad Board Gamer account to just like see if people are there I wanna do that and if it's me just sitting at a table and talking or I'm sure there's gonna be like one person watching but like if you're there, yeah, come seek us out. Outside. It would be I really fun. Even if we
2: just make a bunch of stories, just to show people like, yeah. what's going on. And there
3: are some doing. like we, we that we have buttons. I think that is that's attractive because some people go there to collect that's, buttons. Oh, that's yep. me. Some people spend yep. hundreds I, of dollars on yep. on these cool buttons. I they don't used spend to... any
2: money on buttons, but I make it a goal by the time I leave, my entire like lanyard is full of buttons. Yeah. That the, I got. So
3: <laughs> the first year I went, I went with just Ryan. It was five, six years ago or something. Yep. We ju- I just went and I didn't really get any buttons. Yeah, I didn't really get any. I, I don't, don't know think if you that did was even
0: like. I don't know if that was popular then. It
2: might have been like it was. later years. Well, that year that the first year we went, which I think was the year before you guys yeah. went alone. I think I got a bunch of buttons. Oh, did you? That's I still kept okay. all, Maybe my Maybe then I the the all my. But the year after, all my buttons. The
3: year game. after, when it was the four of us with Dave, and we yeah. went, and it, you and Dave, Natalie and Dave were getting some of these <laughs> buttons, yeah. and I was like, I don't need any buttons, and then like morning friday yeah. i was like i want buttons. i don't have any buttons. i need to go back and Where's get buttons, buttons. Yeah. and now yeah. that's what i want so if you want a Gamecasters button you might be one of you yes. to have the game so that's going to start out my lanyard which I got, is cool i
2: made some mad board gamer ones Ooh,
3: too. so i have two buttons now two. to start it out oh, we got gateway one stickers are three. amazing yeah. <laughs> um we're also doing an escape room on saturday which i think will be really fun there are a dozen escape rooms within indianapolis if that's something that yes is interesting to you i would personally recommend which i don't are we going to the the indianapolis no. or the terry one no. the, the escape room in indianapolis but i think gen
2: con bought all the slots for that weekend um oh so right to go they did that, that a few gen years Con's ago website to go to that particular escape room which is a freaking it's amazing an amazing one, one. So, so that's once, like one of these awesome
3: these kind of like board game adjacent things that we like to do yeah. um is is do an escape room and that's something that yeah i just think is so fun um i'm just i'm very i'm very pumped i'm I want to meet people. I want to, you know, I want to get to meet Lydia for the first time because mm-hmm. Lydia and I have had phone conversations and, and um, well, we used to use Skype and now um, Zoom took over everything. Yeah. But like our students know each other. And what's awesome is Lydia has moved into doing the board game club at the high school. So the yeah. students that we used to play games with at the middle school are still in the high school. Oh. So I get to oh, see it. Oh, that's cool. And then she's presenting on like board games in the classroom and inclusion and how that helps like mental health of students and all that kind of stuff. And then also, how we played board games all the way across the, yeah. the country together. And that's yeah. a whole nother thing. You can schedule, you can go to Gen Con and just go to events and mm-hmm. just hear people talk about board games and board game adjacent stuff and watch these amazing things. It's just such a cool experience that... There's a wealth of
0: of of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah.
3: you'll never get everything in never one year. Ever. You will never do it. And even this is what, my fifth time going or something, fourth or fifth time. And, and I feel like I've still only seen and experienced a fraction of it. Right. And that's why I think every year I get a little more excited. Yeah. Where now this year we get to add you know we're doing content, so maybe we might we might see someone who might know us. Somebody like, might how cool us. Yeah. Like how cool? Yeah, possibly is that going to be? I hate your show. Yeah, oh, you suck. Thanks, man. Thanks they for the two stars. We, we yeah.
1: read it. That yeah, they read
0: us. Wow. There, there's a board game geek user Zaphod, Z A P H O D. I don't know if he's done it recently, but he used to he writes this um, Gen Con preview. It's called Gen Con Beginners Survival Guide. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so if you type okay. in, I like this. into Google Gen Con sur- Survival Guide. Yeah. Twenty eighteen is the last one that I that, that I had saved in my toolbar and I wanted to can we guess? talk
3: about it. Can, we, can I guess what
0: that are you gonna like go through? I was what just what gonna kinda says? it's really just okay. basically yeah. like Let's he's it. he's just basically saying things like here's important links that you might need to know, like um, gencon.com, uh, here's how to get into the housing, here's the event list, um, here's visit so you can find touristy stuff to do around yeah. the city. Um, here's a geek list that shows all the games coming out. Like he lists cool, to Eric that's Martin's nice. thing. Then he goes down and he's like, Okay, here's just some general tips. Registration and badge Pickup starts at this time And then it goes here Try not to register Thursday morning If you can avoid it Because it gets so busy mm-hmm. Buy your badge online Earlier So this is all stuff That you can have know before What a cool post to that he did. That's awesome oh, it, it goes for It is so long It talks about food and drink Here's where you Here's what you can get Most of the Gen Con food trucks Are located here On Georgia Street Yeah Just outside the main entrance It tells you like and blah, blah. That's Everything cool. like where to go It keeps going It keeps going it tells you where. Here's places to get awesome food Here's the best places To get really good beer Here's some amazing options to go on a walk if you want to go walking, you know. In between, um, he's he's like, okay, you know, playing games at Gen Con is kind of difficult. You like the the main place to play games is in this room that you have to pay for. But he lists in in this post. Some like unofficial places where most people play games. You can go to this spot cool. if you want to play games, and go here. Here's the event list, the Gen Con event list that tells tells you everything. And he gives like recommendations, like don't schedule back to back events, especially if no one's there to, you know, give yourself some time to travel. Recognize that sometimes games run long. Tournaments are especially notorious for running over. Blah blah blah. Here's how. Here's the open gaming stuff I'm talking about right now. A million different spots. Um, then he gives. He goes into the exhibit hall. Here's where you, you, you know, that's all free. Here's like that's most great. companies run free. It's such a great resource. Yeah. If you're going to Gen Con and you've never been to Gen Con and you want to know what you're getting yourself Because it into. can be
3: super overwhelming. Um, oh,
0: my gosh. So, it, it, yeah, Google uh, Gen Con Beginner's Survival Guide 2018. There might be a newer one. That's the last one that I saw. It even talks about parking and transportation. Where's the best spot to park? Um, I still need that Auctioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we always forget. Um, well, I mean, you know, we could even
3: like... We could even Uber at some point if we
0: wanted to, yeah. you know, like Uber yeah, to the place, do, Uber back.
3: We do Airbnb. We don't want to pay for done, parking. Ryan and I, the first time I went, we, we stayed in hotel, which was which was great, which yeah. was fine. We for still had us, we had cool. to drive in, but there was a lobby, which was cool. I know a lot of people. Um, we'll stay in the hotels and then the lobbies are flooded with people playing yeah. games, which is very cool. You're yeah. playing games near people. That atmosphere is fun. We have Airbnb, which I've liked better than the hotel because Way it's better. a little more just like private. It's, it's intimate, ours. Yeah. Yeah. We well, there's like a table there's instead a of like table we're right?
0: packing our games on our bed.
2: Right. Right.
3: So that it's it's such a great experience. I got my I got shoes ready. Um, yeah. Because like you're walking for miles and miles and miles. yeah. You're just walking. You know, pack ton. water, get ready for just a lot of...
0: Right, have a backpack person. We, we take, we take yeah. a backpack with bottles of water and we just kind of like...
3: rotate the backpack. Rotate
0: who wears the backpack yeah. for a while. We're going to do that kind of stuff. Also, something really awesome that I want to talk about that Jeff set up for me. Yeah. So as you all may have known, or may know, um, I have been for the last number of years designing a board game. <clears throat> and if you ever want to, uh, you can play it with me on Tabletop Simulator. I'll take you through it um, and show it to you. And so Jeff... Awesomely, was uh, talking with somebody from Greater Than Games. Yes, yeah, Maggie
3: from Greater Than Games. Maggie works with other publishers, and okay,
0: apparently she works with a bunch of other publishers. He set up a meeting for me to basically pitch my game to her. Yeah, and how awesome! I am so excited for this. I have been trying to to get this game. Into a, a situation where I feel like it's ready to present, and I I do feel like it's ready to present. I don't have a great prototype. Um, it's you know it's still just a very bare bones, minimal minimalistic prototype, but it's ready. And this is kind of the nudge I need to get it started. And so I'm gonna do that. Uh, yep. What, Saturday, Saturday at three, o'clock. At three o'clock. Jeff and I are gonna go into this room with uh, Maggie, and I'm gonna give her a little rundown pitch of the game, and we'll see what she says. Maybe she'll say we have too many like this. This is not something I want. Or maybe she'll say this is interesting. I'd like to talk about it more. Or maybe she'll just say thank you. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's, it's Friday at three o'clock. My bad. Friday at three yeah. o'clock. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool, and and I'm I'm excited for you because if even if even if nothing comes out of this, right? Worst case is you're just right back to where we were. Yeah. But you got the practice go of like else. yeah. Here's how you know, I present getting it, it out here. Now you'll have this cell sheet. You'll have the you know what is someone looking for? And and Maggie's wonderful, and I think that even if even if she's like you know what we're gonna pass. Here's the things that I would do next time to present to some. She's so nice. So I think either way it's going to be positive. Yeah. And maybe even like super positive, maybe super mega. You never know. Lucky it could positive. be a
0: spectacularly fun experience. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Jeff. I'm super yeah, excited about that. And I didn't and get you a real birthday present. So that's what I got. You. Yeah, that's my birthday pre- that's a that's pretty pretty that's present. <laughs> that's amazing. That's 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 fucking awesome. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we go into the uh, top five?
3: I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too.
0: I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. I'm interested to see what it's like this year because it's going to be, it's just going, I think the the word this year is it's going to be less, right? There's going to be less people, less publishers. I wonder what the vendor hall is going to look like. Is it going to seem, are we going to notice? You know, are sure. we going to notice that it's like, oh, man, this is like there's nothing this time. Is it going to feel that way or is it going to feel like it seems like the same yeah. thing to me? I'm like excited to do like next I'm, episode Gen
3: Con debrief.
0: Yeah. Gen Con debrief. Yes. Right. Yeah. The uh, the rundown, the rundown, the Gen Con rundown. It's, it's exciting. So we'll see what happens. So we are fusing together the top five with the Nook because it is our Gen Con preview episode. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through uh, a top five is not really the way to say it. We're going to go through five games each that we are excited about. Uh, at GenCon, personally, the way I did it was only games that I could purchase because I just care. It's not fun unless you own it. <laughs> but this could also be <laughs> demos that are going to be there that you're excited about, or um, you know, just games that are being announced that you're excited that are going to be coming. Whatever, however you wanted to do it. Uh, we'll, we're going to go. Uh, we'll go me, Jeff, Natalie uh, this time. So the first one that I want to talk about is just a little card game. It's uh, it's by AEG. It's a, it's billed as a push your luck auction game. And I've been really into these littler party ish games mm-hmm. lately. Uh, we've been talking about. And this one is just simply called 10. That's <laughs> on my list, too. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, li- okay. My checkout, I want to check it out list. Sure. Yeah. It yeah. looks really, really cool. Uh, I love push your luck. That's like a, a mechanism that I, I really enjoy, Natalie. Used to miss. not, yeah. but like the last few that we've played with you that are push sure you've kind of enjoyed. Yeah. So hopefully this this one kind of combines that mechanism with an auction,
3: which seems really interesting.
2: <laughs> I think I saw this and saw push your luck and auction, and I was you like, were like nope, nope. Have,
0: and double <laughs> no. it How do those, I nope yeah. this fast Those two enough? things
3: <laughs> remind me of a game called For Sale, which I love. Yeah. And my these <laughs> these uh, these creators are the same people I'm pretty sure that made uh, Point Salad. Which I yes, really like. You're right. So, this, they the point they, salad guys. That caught my attention first. I was like, this is the point salad crew. Yeah. I want to look at this game because it does so look cool. So,
0: you're drawing cards one at a time, trying to add as many as you can without exceeding a total value of 10. So, that's the push your luck. Mm-hmm. You're trying to, like, okay, there's one more card. And if you go over 10, you bust. And it's like, yeah. ah, shit. That um, fun. So, this is from the BGG uh, description. Players may push their luck to draw more cards and use currency to buy additional cards in their attempt to build the longest number sequence. In each color. When valuable wild cards emerge from the deck, players compete in auctions to obtain them in order to fill gaps in their sequences. So that is what seems awesome. Like I need this card. That card could go right in here, and now my sequence is like, you know, six cards long where it was only two. But Natalie needs that card too. So how badly does she want it? So we're now we're gonna we're gonna auction it off. And it just seems really fun. It seems like it, again, it's not gonna be a game that you know, it's not, drives a main course, a game. it's not a main course, but, but it, it, yeah, it's a, it's one of those little light card games that I'm I'm pretty excited about. Uh and it'll probably be a mandatory pickup for me because yes. it's just gonna be yeah, so. because it
3: shouldn't be yeah, it shouldn't be too expensive. That yeah. that'll be one that I'll grab also. Yeah. Hopefully AEG has massive bags again. Yes. And then I can, can get just, this just massive bag, in the bag and just get ten. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I'm so into that's, that one that's too. 10 by AEG. Uh Jeff, what do you got, man? I have a game. Oh, yeah, I'm next. I'm, pre- I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Um, there's a DeVere game called Castle Party. Castle Party, okay. That's That I'm interested in. There's a couple DeVere games that, that I'm like, yeah, this looks cool, but Castle Party stood out to me. Um, and I, I don't know if it's on Ryan's list, but this is a polyomino game. Ooh. This is in that category that... Might miss because it's a flipping right. Let me look. Let me look. I don't <laughs> see it. Ooh, you might have to. You might have to. Yeah, it's not on you the have to pull the party. I'm gonna pull it up. So it's a polyomino game, like that. Um, where you're writing on your own kind of grid, like the show, and the card, <laughs> like the show. <laughs> and I think <laughs> the only game that I, I that I know that you have talked about that has this um, mechanic, this mechanism, is Oriole. Um, where you flip it over and the polyomino shape of how you're going to draw it on your board yeah. is actually how you're looking at it. In the same orientation, yep. So if it was the, the L, my L might look like an L and Ally's might be upside. You know, however you're looking at it is right. what you're adding to your your board. And you're trying to like match same monsters types together. So you, different groups will get you different points and things like that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's got really cool art, really yeah, cool it does on the really cover. Cool. Um, it's got like this kind of Halloween-y sort of, yeah. but but in a, in a cutesy kind of way. Right,
0: it's very cutesy.
3: Uh, so polyomino flipping, right those two things i enjoy hopefully hopefully it doesn't end up like super mega hoo-ha <laughs> and super mega does something us. new i hope it does something new um and that is again castle party by this devere games also
0: seems small enough to that it's uh low risk to take a chance on so yes. i think i'm gonna add take that to my list yeah. right now thank noice, you jeff noice. castle party You're welcome all right natalie
3: what do you got
2: Okay, my first one is called Pinpoint. Yes, it's on my
3: list too, Natalie. Yeah,
2: it seem it's a party game. Um, I see that it has dry erase markers and it's about like clue giving. Um, so all of those seems like something that we're totally into. So we I like want to see what this is all about. Um, this particular game has like three in one g- games in it. So there's like three different ways to like play this game, which seems kind of cool. Um just to give an example, one of the ways to play it is like it says it's called one through a hundred and you use a comparison of two extremes where one player gives a clue to help others guess a specific number between one and a hundred, which kinda reminds me of like wavelength, wavelength but wavelength, like with yeah. numbers. Yep. Um so yeah, that was that caught my eye and I wanted to check that out. And and Gen Con I feel like is a cool place to check out a party game like this because we could probably play a couple rounds of yeah. it and get a feel Perfect. for it yeah. and then be like this is awesome let's buy it let's or, buy it. Yeah, this blows. So much, or walk know? away I don't like this just say no. wow that was neat
3: and then walk away <laughs> <Yeah>. No, that's <laughs> yeah. on my list too it seems like a game my students might like it seems like again yeah. not a main course game but a game that right. could hit the table a lot yeah. like a wavelength and I like that there was kind of like you said three different ways to play it mm-hmm. um, you could yeah. do like there's a team game also that you're doing I think it's like one to ten or one something. to it's ten yep. kind of one to one hundred that's a cool one
0: yep that looks that looks very cool awesome Number four for me is another DeVere game uh, called Luna Capital. Now, there, Nally and I were talking uh, just before we started here, and she was kind of like, you know, there doesn't seem to be that many, like, uh, like Euro-style games that we really like that are, like, coming out, you know. At the, and Luna Capital is one that I think could potentially fit this kind of niche. Cool. Niche? How do you pronounce that word? Niche
3: niche. Uh, Frederick exact. Nietzsche.
0: Frederick Nietzsche. <laughs> okay. So, basically, Luna Capital, you're colonizing the moon, Right? Luna Capital. And (laughs) so on your turn, you like, you draft a card, and this card has like different spots for buildings to go onto it. And then you also draft a building tile. And then you're basically putting the card down in the tableau in front of you. And you can make, I think, three different rows of them, uh, max. And then you're placing the buildings that you that you draft onto the cards. And some cards have pre-printed buildings already on them, and some have empty spaces, and you can place a building on an empty space. And then you are going to earn points based on where your buildings are in conjunction to other buildings. And and then it ramps up in each round. In round two, you're drawing a card with, that has two tiles now, and then three tiles, and then four tiles at the end of the fourth round. And you're making these, like elaborate lunar cities, which it looks really cool when it's like all completed. Mm -hmm. And you're earning points based on where you have placed your cities. Like if I have these, you know, um, oxygen areas, you know, four in a row, that's going to give me maybe like 10 points, something like that. And it seems like it's light enough that it seems like it seems like it, it's a good wheelhouse game for us. Like it's going to be light enough that it's going to be easy to get to the table, but chunky enough that it's going to have some decisions that that are going to kind of keep it around. So that's Luna Capital. Do you have any thoughts on that, Jeff? I know you're I'm into looking, that one too. For that At the Devere
3: too. booth, I will probably pick up both of those because yeah. those those two really caught my attention. Um, you described it better than I think I would have. And also, you knew <laughs> more about it, and it made me more interested in it. So that's and again, the art looks so cool. Oh man, does it. it look cool? That w- that was an attention grabber for me as I was scrolling. Me down. too. I was like, all right, I got to look at what this is.
0: I watched like a bunch of videos on it um, over the last few days because there's a lot of times where I look at a game and I'm like, that looks sweet, and then I and then I learn about it and I'm like, oh, I don't uh, really care. Yeah. And I watched some videos and I was like, okay, this is this I is cool. I this lo- yeah, this looks like something I'd like. yeah. And so both
3: both those Deveria games are getting good out of the gate ratings and initial kind of reactions yeah they're getting some buzz yeah well yeah. they you know with red cathedral they really hit it out of the park with red cathedral i think it brought a lot more attention to them agreed um,
0: so that's my number four um luna capital what you got Jeff? my
3: number four is a two to four player game that i will probably play it as a two player game there is a three and four player variant but this is a game called land versus sea mm. have you did you see this one or um what? i don't have that one either so no. this is good games publishing it's at like a heads up tile laying game where uh, essentially someone is the land and someone, dragons. <laughs> someone is the sea. Okay, so, that's cool. Uh, there's, I don't know if they're hexes or if they're, they're squares, but anyway, you're playing to this common board, and basically the person who is the land, you're trying to place tiles to complete land area, and the sea person is trying to place tiles to complete sea areas. That's cool. And I think you're just kind of fighting this kind of tug-of-war back and forth on this on, a, on a, a joint board of sort of his playing. It seems... It looks like it's tiling and you're making the board. Yeah, you're making right? the board in front of you and you're yeah. both adding to the same board.
0: So it kind of reminds me of a little bit of Paris. If you're like... it's Because it's I'm guessing it's like area majority. You're, yeah, you're I'm not sure if like... More.
3: I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if like the biggest land or the biggest sea will score kind of points. So mm. I'm trying to basically cut your, your water off yeah. and you're trying to cut the land off. Uh, but it doesn't seem as maybe directly confrontational as Paris or it's a bigger board, so maybe there's more freedom. For, yeah. um, and then the, the two versus two would be like, uh, you're on team, sort of. That's you're sitting cool. across from each other. It just seemed, it seems like something I want to check out. It might be a flop. I might look at it and go, no. Mm-hmm. But it could, it like could the be theme. like a sleeper it's hit. It could be a hit for me that... A game that everyone's not looking at that could be—we be always love I really that like. stuff. So yep. I,
0: that's, that's on my radar. Cool. Yeah. Land versus sea. Awesome. All right, Natalie, what was your number four?
2: My number four—it's um, an R and R games yes. game called Mystic Paths. Yep. Um, okay. it plays two to six players. It's I um I guess it's like a cooperative game and also a deduction game and it has like a maze. It Ooh, that's seems like, like what all you, you do. You. I know. I was like, "Ooh, yeah." This
3: game is called Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> <Right>. Natalie <laughs> the seems game. like
2: what you do is you have to like navigate paths through a labyrinth, but everybody has like their own unique path and only you know what your path is and so you have to do You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to give clues to other people because to get through your path, you like portals have to be opened and um I think you have to like give clues to which portals that you can open and so you have to like get clever with like some card play and Sean stuff clever. to try to like mm-hmm. you know um, basically like the goal of the game is in five rounds everyone has to complete their own path before the five rounds are over but you're like giving clues to like help the team mm-hmm. get through it all so it's even pretty cool I want to check that out
3: nice what's that called again?
2: Myth Mystic Paths, that seems, Mystic like your, paths. seems
3: like your game I, I have that game on my list too it reminded me I'm I've spent the entire time you talking about that, trying to think of what that game was called a few Gen Cons ago, where it was like code names slash Mysterium, and you had to like steer oh, your person.
2: Obscurio. Yeah, is
3: no. that what it's called?
2: Yeah. No, no, no not Obscurio. No. That was the Mysterium.
0: One. Um, I know what she's talking about. I know what he's talking about. Oh. Um, we didn't. I ended up not like you like you liked, it a, liked lot, it a lot. I didn't.
3: Yes. Oh man. Shadows oh, what was it Amsterdam? called? Shadows Amsterdam. Shadows Amsterdam. Yeah, we yep. It, it kind of reminded me of that where you're trying to like give clues to steer them through a path. It seems cool. I'm excited about yeah. that, Very cool.
0: Number three, for me, is a game from uh, a publisher who's tearing it up, Capstone. Uh, this, they actually might just be distributing this. I'm not sure. But they have this line of uh, of, of games. Because Capstone typically puts out very heavy, you know, big, like big boy games, right? Yeah. But they have a line uh, now they're calling, it's like Capstone Family or something like okay. that, I think. And uh, I'm not sure if this is the first game in that line, but it's a game called Juicy Fruits. Hmm. You heard of Juicy Fruits?
3: No, I don't, that's not on my list.
0: Um so this game caught my eye with this really this this mechanism that reminds me slightly of a game that we like called Ohm. Okay. You remember the mechanism in Olm where you're pushing The best mechanism yeah. in Olm. this yes. game is sort of similar to that. Now you're not pushing other things out of the way, but there's tiles in the middle of the board and you are basically sliding A tile down a number of spaces towards something, and that tile you slide gives you that many resources, based on how many uh, spaces you slid. So if I slide down one, two, three, I can get like three bananas. Okay, but now doing that is going to maybe block another tile. So now if I want this one, oh, I'm only going to get one carrot now. Or if I wouldn't have done that, cool slide
3: puzzle. Yeah, it's like a little slide puzzle thing,
0: and you're taking stuff away. Uh, and then, uh, so like, you're like fulfilling contracts. So like, say, uh, this one thing that I need needs an orange and a banana. So I'll, you know, do that slide banana, get three bananas. And then the next turn I get two oranges. Now my next turn, I can take an orange and a banana that I have, fulfill this contract. Once I do that, it takes space away from the board. Now I can slide even further to get more, cool. um, resources on, on, on a future turn. And it just looked really, really fun.
3: Juicy fruit. Juicy fruits. Juicy fruits. I'm into that one.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. That's one that I I'm I'm pretty excited about. Uh economic kind of like farming kind of thing with, you know, the 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 fruit, the actual fruit, but I really like that central grid movement mechanism yeah, idea. Seems cool. that I'm kind of surprised more games have not done after Ulm. Cuz what a cool mechanism that was. Yeah, You know, I haven't seen a ton of stuff like that. So that's my number 3 Juicy Fruits. What's your number 3, Jeff?
3: I have a game about pushing stuff, too. Ooh. It's called Kabuto Sumo. Kabuto
0: Sumo. I've seen. I've seen like yeah, maybe that. thirty videos
3: on this game. is not that crazy? I want. Becca I Becca Scott played it. I saw yeah. It. I think I want it. Oh it's cool dot It looks cool. And it oh, yeah. mimics the it's on my list. the quarter pushing arcade game that you might have played. <laughs> when you put a quarter in, and maybe it falls to a thing, and then that slider just kind of pushes the quarters. And the hope yeah. is to There's knock everything off. There's also a game
0: off. called Push a Monster. You
3: ever play that? No. It's very oh, similar to that. Okay. So I think Joe what has- you're doing is, it, this is a dexterity game, but it's not a flicking de- dexterity game, which is nice because some people suck at flicking. Yep. This one, you're <laughs> essentially taking, you. I don't know if you have like your different factions, or you just have different tokens, and in the middle of the board is this circle, okay? It's like a plate. And you are pushing your token onto the plate, and once it gets to a certain spot, you're attempting to try to push off... You are other the other people. And it's like a sumo ring, you're right. You're knocking yep. people out yeah. of the sumo ring. Just seems like it could be a very fun experience. And each
0: of you has like a different like special power. So yeah. if you're like the stag beetle, you'll have this like long stick
3: thing that you can push in there, and then
1: it
0: like, yes. it's
3: it, it does look really sweet. It seems really fun. It's a game I definitely want to see on the table. It could be one of those ones that get people looking at it, right? Because it just has that kind of ability to attract yeah. people to the table. So this
0: I was I was looking at this game. Maybe two years ago.
3: Ooh. It was on
0: Kickstarter, I think, or something, oh. maybe. Um, yeah, so it's it's been around, but I don't think it's been out. I think it's just available okay. for the first time now. So yeah. it does look cool. Kabuto Sumo. All right, Natalie, what is your number three?
2: Uh, my number three is a game that I think it's just going to be a demo at Gen Con, but it comes out in October. So if we like it, we could get it pretty soon after. Um, and it's called it's the Elf Creek Games called Merchants of the Dark Road. Yep one of the only games that i was kind of interested in that was actually like a worker placement game (laughs) it has a rondelle though it's worker placement so that's just a
0: demo that's not going to be available
3: i have an update on that it does say that it's only on the gen con preview list it does say that it's might not be available Mm -hmm. there is a thread on the on the elf creek or on the dark road board game page someone asked about gen con and they said they should have shipping. They should have at least the first two crates there. So it might be okay. like a day one. You might have to go right there to get it. Yeah. Because that's probably, if I was listing this, that's the game I'm most excited for. I'm going to take it off my list. It seems cool. Else. Well, but that game seems very That makes awesome.
2: sense. Because, I mean, if it comes out in October, you'd think they'd be able to get some games in September. Yeah. I you know think there, I mean? it
3: might have been a Kickstarter. So they might also be like towing that line of like, do we get it out to other people before right. the Kickstarter backers yeah. and blah, blah, blah. That's a good point. But that is definitely, that's. The most excited I am about a Euro game I think this year is that one. Yes, it's got a Rondell.
2: Yeah, it's got a Rondell. I'm Worker into Ron. Um, <laughs> I mean, the description of it on here it doesn't really tell you a ton about how the game works. It talks kind of more about like the theme of the turns and like the mechanics, you know. So like, I don't have like a clear picture of what it's all about, which. It's cool because then I totally demo it and see. But I'm definitely interested in it based on those mechanisms. Um, And it's also one of those games that, you know, you you have to balance that Ryan's really good at. You have to balance money earned with the height of your fame and your... Total, total score six feet tall. is like the lowest of those two values like you're oh always i'm like good at that i'm like i'm stuff. good at that
0: what do you mean oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm not but <laughs> i usually have too. fun yeah it's like a it. typical reiner canizia scoring <laughs> yeah. mechanism you know yeah. you got you got to do well in like everything mm-hmm. like that that's awesome good choice thanks okay i've been waffling back and forth on my what i want to put for in this number two spot <laughs> there's two because i can only because i know what my number one is for sure but there, I can only talk about one more. My number two spot. Oh, Jeff, are you? Were you not talking about that <laughs> one? No, go ahead.
3: Okay, I was not going to talk about
0: it. Okay, so the other one I'll put in honorable mentions, but I could also put that here. So I'm talking about Origins first. Bill Origins first builders. Yes, mm-hmm. this is by one of our favorite publishers collectively. I would say Board and Dice. Yep, man, they put out some good stuff. We love a awesome. lot of the games, and they're another one like Capstone, who's just kind of like they're like one of the top. For me, publishers that I look when I'm like, "Ooh, what is uh, yes. what is Borden Dice doing? What is <laughs> this?" <laughs> um, so this, probably to me, looks like the most Euro game <laughs> that is appearing maybe at GenCon. You know, so this is the one that got me at the most excited. Um, there's not a ton. I wish there was more pictures available out there but there's dice in this game there's like player boards there's tiles that you're taking and putting into like your own tableau uh kind of stuff um and to read just a quick little bit of the description to give you a little uh taste of what it is um you're an archon or an archon guiding a population of freemen influencing the construction of buildings Blah 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 you start the game with a city consisting of just two building tiles as the game develops, though your city will grow in both size and strength as you add new building tiles, each of which has a special ability, which I love, that triggers when yep. it's first added to a city. When you're cho- when you're closing a district, uh, your placement on the military track indicates the rewards you receive when you attack and your chances of becoming the first player. Um, so it's cool. It's uh, there's drafting tile placement, variable setup, uh, dice like placement, workers. You know, like placing dice out, and it just looks like a game that. I would enjoy and i don't know a ton about it i'm interested to know more about it jeff you said you pre-ordered it so that's exciting mm-hmm. yes um and it's just a game
3: i want to play uh, it just looks really cool that's why it's not on my list because that would have been yeah like one or two already, because i already got it sure because as soon as they put something on instagram or social media they like blast it out they were like you can pre-order it i'm like i'll just pre-order it um because i that was one i was all in on for sure yeah um this is a game that might not are we on 2 is it my this turn? This is yeah, 2. Yep. Um, it's a game that might not again be in my might not be in my wheelhouse, but it's a game I think could be very awesome and could be a humongous hit. Um, okay. this game is called The Stuff of Legend.
0: The Stuff of Legend. Okay. okay.
3: So The Stuff of Legend is by Third World Studios. It's designed by Kevin Wilson who does Descent yeah. and Arkham Horror. Yeah. And It is a cooperative game where it reminded me of stuffed fables, Mm. um, where you are these stuffed animals trying to essentially save your kid from the boogeyman. Okay. Um, And as you play through this, it talks about it being a campaign, but Mm. also the fact that you don't have to play with the same group of people. You can sub people in and out. It just kind of is. It has an overarching storyline, but isn't necessarily um, a a legacy kind of. Kind of thing. It totally seems like Um, stuff
0: fables. You're right.
3: Yeah, it's got. It has. Yeah, it has more of a darker theme than stuff fables. Um, Definitely like darker tones and artwork and things like that. And it's not
0: a storybook. It's not a storybook. I think
3: it's a board. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. it's cooperative. But what's kind of cool and what caught my attention is that throughout this storyline, you might be like influenced to all of a sudden be on the side of the boogeyman and kind of change maybe your um, who you are in this in this that that mission or to continue the game Um, which i think would be cool to if you're playing this as a as a campaign sort of to be like what if you got changed in in like game three and all of a sudden you just kind of like (laughs) like in game 10 maybe you could you know like like is there something like that to this so this is probably a very thematic game again maybe more in the ameritrash realm not necessarily something that i gravitate to but i think this could be a huge hit so this is for sale I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, it might just be a demo, but it's something that I would definitely demo if. Yeah, it looks cool. Demo if, it does look really cool. I wonder if I can pull it up right now, if That's it has. Yeah, I'm looking on BoardGameGeek. There's just not a ton of. There's not a it. ton. I know, which kind of it it piqued my attention. It says 2022 for the. Okay, so probably date, not. But I wonder. But if they have some copies to demo, yeah, that could be definitely cool get at. my.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. I like that. All right, Natalie, what is your number two?
0: That was the stuff of legend. Um, yeah.
2: So my number two, I was like trying to figure out what I should do. Uh, is this Pandasaurus games game called The Loop? Yes, that was the other
0: game I was gonna oh, talk okay. about. Really? Yeah, that good, funny. good, I'm glad.
2: Okay, I mean, I was trying to figure out like what this game is all about. Is a co- um, it looks It's a cooperative so awesome. game, um, and it's a card game, but it's it, about time travel, yeah, it's about time travel, and um, I don't really know like how you play it, but it seems like. Like what I've read about it is that it seems kind of like wacky and you have like wacky card combinations and there's time travel in it. And and another big thing that I read a lot about it is that there's a lot of replayability, which seems good. I don't know. <laughs> it
0: could be a good thing. I, guess. I fell asleep last night watching, um, <laughs> watching the uh, game night. Playthrough of that. Oh yeah, okay. Deborah cool. and Wool okay, was so playing it with it Lincoln, and well, I fell asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I, I mean, I knew a little bit about it at first. So yeah, you're like basically traveling through time in these time loops. The board is like these pie slices. There's like seven different yeah. like like eras. Uh, they're eras, like seven different eras of time. And so like uh you travel, you know, through them. There's this evil doctor. Lou or Doctor Foo or Fo or Foe? It's
2: like F A U F.
0: Yeah, so I think it used to be Foo and then in the first edition, because this is like oh. the second edition, and they change it to Fo. Yeah, and he like messes with you and stuff like that. And again, I don't, I don't know a ton about it either. An- All I know is if you look at pictures of this fucking thing, it looks so awesome. I love cooperative games. and people are people are excited about it. So I'm excited about it too. The reason I didn't pick it on my list mostly was because I don't I don't know enough about it either. It just looks like something I'm really interested in. Yeah, something
2: that piqued my interest and I wanna like check it out. All right. um, So are
0: we at number one then?
2: Yeah. Here we go.
0: My number one. It's a little shocking to me that this is my number one, but I, for some reason, I'm more excited about this than any other game, <laughs> other than maybe that Origins game. Um, this is called Savannah Park, and yeah, it's the new that. Kiesling and Kramer yes. game. And what a cool concept this is. Basically, you have a bunch of animal tiles, and you put them on your player board. Everyone does this, so there's like, I don't know, 26... We'll say we'll say there's 26 tiles, okay? Everyone puts them in a random, uh, random spot of their own player board. Then... One person takes a tile and moves it. So let's say an elephant, there's a single elephant tile. I take that tile and I move it. Everyone else that's playing has to also move the elephant tile that they have on their player board. But it's in a different spot on their player board, right? Yeah. And so once you move a tile, you flip it over to its like moved side. And so now that tile cannot be moved again. And so you just, we're going to go round and round until every single tile, all those 26 tiles have been ter- flipped over and moved. And then we score. And you score based on a number of different things. You score based on where animal groups are, Uh, connected to each other in contiguous spots. Like if I have a group of three elephants in a contiguous spot, they'll earn me points. Um, If there's like a watering hole there, there's these bushfire tiles where if groups of animals are next to the bushfire tiles, they just get removed. And so then they don't score. And it just seems really simple and really clever and, and kind of new, interesting method. Like Mm -hmm. I like games that you have to follow. And this game takes that kind of to a different level where, you don't get to follow the other people. You have to. I'm mm-hmm. going to pick this tile. And now you have to move that too. And it's like, no, I don't want to move that. Damn it. But you have to. Yeah. And so now now that I know I have to move it, where do I move it to make it most advantageous for myself? And it seems potentially chaotic, but it also seems really fun. Plus, the pedigree of Kiesling and Kramer is, you know, too hard for me to ignore. So this is going to be a first day, if it's there, first day pickup for me. Uh, so that is Savannah Park. Cool. Put out my by list too. Deep Print, or oh, maybe another Capstone. I think it's a CG game. Yeah, yeah. I think or it's a C- yeah. think CG it's Capstone game.
3: game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, CS game, Capstone, C, CG, CG, Capstone games. Yeah, Capstone, <laughs> games. <laughs> Capstone games. Yes.
0: That's my number one, Savannah Park by Kuzin and Kramer. Awesome. What about you, Jeff?
3: Guys, all my games have been taken. Oh, sorry. Um, no, no, it's okay. I'm just subbing in other things. So yeah. there is a game that might not be the biggest hit of mine, but is a game that fits into. One of my favorite themes. This game is called Suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, Suspects I is I, I'm pretty sure it's a one playthrough from what I re- read in the replayability part of that. But it is again a mystery solving. Studio it's based Be- on Agatha Christie. Yeah, it's based on um, her novels. So um, well, I haven't read them, but <laughs> spoiler alert. You're aware that they exist. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a crime solving thing. I think you're following kind of this. This woman who graduated from in nineteen twenty something, she's going on this adventure, and you're kind of trying to track down maybe what happened to her. You're following her her work and stuff like that. It just seems like a cool game that I, I know that I'll get my money's worth out of and get invested into those type of games. And that's yeah. like one of my favorite themes because crime is popular. It is.
2: It's very popular. <laughs> Still Crime's popular, popular yeah. all right these years later.
3: <laughs> yep. All right, Natalie, that brings us to you.
2: Uh my number what is one it? is in the palm of your hand. That's the name of the. game. What's the game called? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's in, the yeah, <laughs> in the palm of your hand. Le boite de jeu. in the palm of your hand. Yeah,
3: le de jeu. Right, I have um, that
0: too.
2: So this game, unfortunately, it says limited quantities, possibly demo only, depending on shipping. But it's a cooperative party type game where um, one player must mime these memories depicted on cards by using objects in another player's yeah. hands. Who are that's right. That are. I just want to watch it.
3: Ryan cool. play this game. So, I just want to watch you mime yeah, things. Yeah. It does look cool. So, like,
2: the <laughs> other players only see the mime and must add additional memory cards that seem to correspond to the mime. The grandfather closes his eyes and must find the right memories. Of, like, mm-hmm. it's just uh, eyes, reminds grandma. me a little bit of like Team Three, you know, where like you don't see everything that's happening, you know, depending on mm-hmm. what your role is. And, and you're trying to like guess stuff
3: i'm into that that That's wasn't on my cool. list but i'm excited that, that yeah. could be yeah, a game we play back at the like get it the yeah. first day yeah. and play at the airbnb right. yep. yeah for sure would you guys have you have any honorable mentions? Uh, the Loop
0: was on my honorable men- was one of my honorable mentions. Um, There's another game called Iki that uh, I don't know if that's how it that was on it. mine too. Icky, but yeah, Iki, but yeah, right? Iki, yeah, Iki, it looks really cool. I love the Japanese theme in, yeah. in, in, in games and stuff like that. And that's um, maybe in limited
3: quantities. So I feel like that, like, like that was like something that was pasted go. on a lot of those games because it, yeah. yeah, it's going to depend on shipping and yeah, if we the don't crate know. Showed up and maybe you know. I remember a few years ago when we were getting Black Angel. They were like, yeah, we're we're hoping this next shipment comes in Saturday. So maybe if you don't get it Thursday, maybe they get the shipment on Saturday. Right, you know, it's yeah. like right. It could be, like, but yeah. I
0: also had a game called The Hunger. Uh, Witchstone yep. um, is on there. Um, Suspects was one of the ones mm-hmm. on mine. There's a game called Sticky Cthulhu that looks kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
3: there was another one. I can't
0: find where it is. Maybe it's is it Gorinto? Is that the one?
3: Huh. That's like an abstract game from... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that seems very cool. Yeah, as well. that one uh, looks Ga- very Grand sweet. Gamers Guild, yes, I think, to that yes, one? Yes,
0: yeah. yes, yes. Grand Gamers Guild. Yep. And Grand Rapids, also, also a game called Vivid Memories. I'm into that one. That's on awesome my I mean, mentions. that's got um, Andrew... Um, that's name? Lloyd Andrew Weber. Bosley?
3: Yeah, the artist. Yeah, the artist yeah. from... Andrew Lloyd Webber.
0: <laughs> Andrew yeah. Lloyd Webber, yeah. But that one looks awesome. I'm not sure how cool it is, but we'll see. There's yeah. a game called The Night Cage. It looks like a co-op oh, like yeah, escape thing. which yeah. looks pretty cool. Cool cover to that one. That yeah. one, that one yeah. caught yeah. my attention. Very cool.
3: Way. Dice Miner looked cool, and then I've heard some kind of bad oh, things about yeah, it, I so that, I took that, that, I've, cooled that one. Yep, too. I've cooled on that yeah. one. Yep, I've cooled on that one. Natalie, what do you got? You
2: got any? Um, Yeah, I got one called Mission to Planet Hex.
3: Okay. kind of... It's probably, it's probably less know. like Catan because it's got hexes. It's got hexes. No. So. Um,
2: <laughs> and then, like, again, I don't really know much about it. just kind of okay. caught we my don't. eye. We um, don't know about
3: them. It's okay. There's one
2: called Spy Fest that's like a detective. Uh, yep, got that one. Hobby World. Detective storytelling party. It's supposed game. to be kind of like the crypto. Yeah, so that seemed cool. And then besides ones that you guys already said. Um, there's one called Happy City. I don't know what that's about, but I put it on there.
3: Okay, yeah, I don't have that one. Okay, cool. Jeff, what do you got? I had I would like to check out the Lost Ruins of Arnak expansion. Yeah, that's gonna be Um, done. That'll hopefully just be at least out. In yeah. the CGE room, I had Origins on there. Witchstone looks awesome. The, the Doctor, I'm obviously yep. going to check out see, any yeah. game i have yep. Vivid Memories looks cool. I it feel does. like it's going to be a Ryan game. He's going to be very good at this abstract. Well, I watched got a couple of videos. Drafting. There's some abstract on your player board. Yeah, you think, got like right? these little three little things
0: you're putting in the hexes. I was like yeah. watching a couple of videos and I was like, <sighs> like yawning. Like yeah. I wasn't. I was like, I don't know. It looks so good. It's, I'd like to maybe it's beautiful. If it's there, maybe we'll demo.
3: Sometimes it. that's a floodgate. Yeah, and I think floodgate has. Very beautiful productions Maybe. for everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes their games aren't there. So that's a game yeah. I'm reserved, but I definitely want to check yeah, it out. Too. The, the new Dune is coming out. There's another, yep, Dune another Dune that looks awesome. There's this game by Yellow called Korra that looked pretty cool. Okay. It's like a version of <coughs> er- I don't want to say like it's a direct copy. It's a version of that um game Polis. Yeah. It's kind of like that, which cool. I think could be interesting. I just want to go buy Glass Road from CGE. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like new. Now or never looks you know, is that was, coming out? Again, demo or not, I don't know. Yeah, sure. But Could be yeah, available. suspects 10. I want to obviously go to Restoration Games and I need to check out Key to the Kingdom and I need to check out Omega Virus Protocol. Yeah. Because that means that they're, yeah. this is like the Omega Virus Protocol is the step in the direction toward Omega Virus yeah. being redone. And the tagline on Pesky Humans. Yes, yeah, so on Omega Virus Protocol, it says, this is just the beginning, human scum. Oh, so does that bring you back? It brings me back. That's because that, like that was game a game that I love. No, it's a board
0: game that Jeff played when he was young.
3: Oh. Yeah, it's it's you're basically racing against this this robot, and he and you're trying to go in these different rooms, to like collect the right keys and do all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, cool. I don't know how they're gonna spice it up and make it new, but even just seeing Key of the Kingdom will be cool. Um, <laughs> And I'm sure their booth is just going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's great. a cool. That's a cool publisher. Yeah, and there's a lot. I had a list of I think twenty, maybe thirty something games, and just looking forward to to seeing those ones and and buying you know too many and you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind uh-huh. of great stuff. And then totally. and then also. Maybe when we come back, we compare and go. All right, this was the the five or ten that we. Yeah, were, here's what we're I was doing. excited about. Here's so what we actually. Here's what, what we, we actually bought, yeah. 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 Cause and cause here's we were, always like, different. Yeah, we didn't right. know what we were gonna get, well, we were and ta- this is the best game that. we didn't even know about.
2: Because sometimes there's stuff not on the list. Sometimes it doesn't catch your eye on the list, but in person, you're like, "What's this all about?" And yeah. it ends up being like the hit, and it wasn't even on your radar. Right. Like, yeah, that's the cool thing.
0: It's cool. Yeah. All right, so that's gonna do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Gamer. Both of those accounts. Service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you will find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We've also got a Patreon. If you go to uh Patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters, you can support us. Feel free to head on over there. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, mad board gamer gateway gear. So head on over to thegatewaynetworkcom network.com forward slash merch. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to the Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. <laughs> you don't have to. That's fine. Ooh.
1: Ha ha ha